everyone, welcome to the yearly installment of Seven Deadly Spins. It is your yearly rundown of our bias take on music, because obviously this is not a subjective episode, it is objective. Uh, I am Travis Fudge, and with me as always is... My name is Tyler Fudge, this is weird. Oh, isn't it? Just yeah. to throw you off your game, it's, don't it's I? Just, it's, it is really... And to think that I, you don't have the same intro you're dealing with every week, so you don't no. know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, I don't know when I'm coming. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know when I'm coming anytime, no, that's man. True, it's that's usually true. fast, though. Yeah, it's usually, usually, <clears throat> usually ill-timed. Ill-timed. And not like this podcast, though, because this is well-timed. It is well after the year of 2023. Yes. As we speak, it is January 12th. We have had time to digest the year that is 2023 in music. Another great year, I would say. Um, I would say once you check out the rundown of our favorite albums this year, or lack thereof, you'll see that opinions and times and the industry changes. And with streaming platforms and the death of the CD and the cassette and the ever ever slow death of vinyl that probably will never die and will probably get a third resurgence. 98% of vinyl sales are uh, rock music. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Hip-hop heads, though, I, I would totally vibe with um, like a hip-hop R&B yeah. uh, vinyl collection. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean... It might not be 98%. It might and, be and like... And I bet a, you like anyone that's like into like like anything like pop, folk, or like... Rhythm and Blues, they yeah. probably already got their collection that they had for when the albums came out, right? So they're not purchasing any yeah. new Rhythm and Blues. They already got all their fucking Rhythm and Blues that they want, so... That's fair, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's just my perception, but... Who am I to judge? There are many hipsters in this world that love vinyl, including um, myself, but that was years ago. Anyways, we got seven albums for you this this week. Okay, before sorry, I was extremely wrong. Fifty one percent. Fifty one. That, that's ninety eight. That's not second biggest is R and B and hip hop, which is seventeen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What's the other? Uh, it, that's all it says. Just just other. They yeah. did. They didn't classify it. All right. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I I, I wouldn't expect anything else though. Rhythm and blues, hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Rock. It makes sense. Yeah. That makes total it really sense. Does. That's the that's the youth right there. Yeah. Other than like EDM, I don't think that they're gonna put out vinyls. So we got seven albums for you this year. We don't have seven deadly stories. We got five. It's enough. But you know what? That that that's not a that's not a bad thing. You know, like I enjoyed the the news segments last year. I enjoyed talking about Taylor Swift's utter dominance in the world of music. I enjoyed talking about. Oh Lord, what I else did we get? It. Neil Young and Joe Rogan, and then the I rest. Don't remember anything? I think I talked about Taylor Hawkins. That was a big one. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I think that that is it. So I, I got would, some more positive stories this year. I wouldn't be able to say a goddamn thing. I, I don't know. Our top album last year would have been Turnstile. Yes. Yeah. And mine was... Well, no. No. Mine was Prince Daddy's album and Meat Wave's album. I can't remember what yours was. But I mean, if you ever want to go and check, yeah. all you got to do yeah. is check the Spotify 7 Deadly Spins 2022 blend. And guess what? <laughs> your homie's got your back. Travis Fudge has got your back. Because guess what? Will be made public by the time that this episode is released. The Seven Deadly Spins 2023 blend. Well, yeah, boy. Yeah, and you know boy. what? Put it in your time capsule. Don't open it up for another 10 years. Drink it up. It's going to be delicious. You can sell it off like a fucking aged wine. Just kidding. Go. Did you see that Spotify is doing a time capsule? <laughs> 
Boom, 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 boom. Uh, yes. I don't host very often, so <laughs> yes, I do. I, I'm, ex- I'm excited, I and I'm just trying to keep the air. No, 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 going, that's totally, right? totally, totally. Uh, 2022 would have been Turnstile. Okay, it, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it well, was. I mean, we we uh, we went and saw Turnstile this year, so we yeah. li- the album didn't. If you ever wanted to know if we got out of the music, we went and saw Turnstile. And the shitty teenager there told us to sit down. Yeah. We were yeah. told to sit down during turnstile. This, this this teenager that he is speaking of is not just some teenager watching the he, show. He worked for, he the, was, for the Saddle he, Dome. He was one of the security for the Saddle Dome. I just looked and I was like, are you serious? He's just like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. His daddy did not love him. No. No. But we love turnstile. I just wanted to reaffirm that. There you go. There yeah, you go. Because they ain't on this list this year. No. So where are we going? Tyler, let's go and hit our uh, seventh album of the year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Too much uh too much meandering for you, hey? I'm sorry. No, I'm not, I'm not saying there's too much meandering. I'm just saying, where are we going? Where are we going? Well, yeah. we're going and we're gonna check out a band called Military Gun. Military Gun. Military oh. Gun. So they have... I don't see this on your list. Yeah, Military Gun would have been Fourth Down, uh, Spiritual Cram... Or, uh, I don't okay, wanna, okay, why am I going to okay, say the album okay. names? I'm very sorry. Uh, Military Gun, <laughs> Life Under the Gun. So this is Military Gun's first ever LP, full-length LP. Um, prior to this, they've had a couple EPs out. Uh, Life... Um, they pretty much use a play on words for the Under the Gun type thing. Um... Life Under the Gun was a EP that they did put out prior to this, but this was the big break. This was their big break here. Um, they had a big song that came out earlier this year called Do It Faster. So big, in fact, that on TikTok, we saw both the lead singer of Military Gun and Post Malone <laughs> backstage getting it, you know, getting it lit up, man. And they were... <laughs> singing along to do it faster and you could see the lead singer is just like in like this moment of disbelief that post malone knows every word to the words that he is recording and even on the tiktok like i'm not a tiktok user i actually don't have an account um but he has like a caption he's like i can't believe post malone likes my song and anyways they they got really popular this year they uh actually came up our way and they did a tour with prince daddy and the hyena and they were opening up uh, we did not see them, but you know, that is, uh, where I first heard about them. I first heard about them opening up for them and I gave them a checkout. thought that they were really good. And here we are. We're back here. All roads lead to the gun. <laughs> that would be their first EP actually. Um, they would have a song called, uh, all roads lead to the gun, disposable plastic trash, ain't no flowers. Those are just a few of the very popular songs on that album. Okay. So what did you think of the album? On this album, I thought that they uh, really uh, polished out their sound. They've got this gruff, gritty, like hardcore punk style. Now, with that being said, it's not what you think. It's more like Swans. Like, um, I don't it's, know what that means. Sorry, uh, Swans is a band. Uh, they okay. do, they do like really, really like heavy drop D music, and okay. it's got like a guttural voice. Okay. So like, the first album that they got is a lot like that. Yeah. And usually it's just slow, droney, but good vo- good vocals, and then it picks up. You know, like yeah. starts off heavy and slow, picks up towards the end. Yeah. It's like a Japanese wrestling match, right? Yeah. On this it's album, Pixies. 
No, that's loud, quiet, loud. Oh, okay. Yeah, this okay. this builds up to something very loud at the end. So, as opposed to doing um, a loud verse opening, then a quiet like or a, a loud opening, quiet verse, loud chorus. Okay. Right. And what did you say this was? Because that's what I thought you starts said. off really slow and heavy. Okay. But then okay. it builds up to being faster oh, and more okay. like contemporary. Okay. Okay. Right. See, my brain fixated on when you said starts off heavy. Sorry, yeah. Right? And, yeah but like, I, fixated on the heavy part. I, I, I could, that's what, I that's could emphasize, like, droning. Like, it's very droning. Yeah. And, uh, like, you're talking about, like, sludge metal. or like, Oh, very sludgy in a way, yeah. I, I would say. And um, on this album, the new one, you can tell that they definitely got a producer. It, it feels like it anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. know that the guy does have a lot of irons in the fire, the lead singer to yeah. this band. And I'm not using names because, like, a lot of bands I have here, I, I have, I know these guys, I, I, like, I feel like I know them, right? Like, you listen to a band for so long, you feel like you know them, and you, you, you kind of identify a little bit of yourself in the bands. Oh, yeah. And, like, oh, you yeah. know, like, with a few bands on here, like, I can, I can name drop until the cows come home. I won't do it on these later bands just for uh, the sake of not being confusing. But anyways, um, I would say some songs on here that are worth a listen. If you've never heard of Military Gun, I would say Do It Faster and Very High being the top singles on the album. More catchy. More... Do It Faster, that's the one with the Post Malone video. That's the one that Post Malone really enjoyed, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Very High is also incredibly catchy. And, and that's pretty much what it is, right? It's like more so... <sighs> I wish I could compare them to something, but I think that that's also a good thing that I can't. They, they, they're yeah. very kind of original. Yeah. Um, they have a different sound. Like, they definitely sound more contemporary, but they still stay true to their roots, I find. Uh, they definitely contemporize themselves more with Do It Faster and Very High, but then they kind of go and they have more, like, 90s elements, which I find a lot lately, especially, like, 90s, like, modern, or, like, 90s uh, mainstream rock, like Third Eye Blind and shit like that. It, it, it's, it's like... Uh, it, it's a lot more prevalent nowadays. Prince Daddy and the Hyena doing the cover of... Uh, 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 New Radicals, Get What You yeah, Give. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. That, that's a band, too. Like, um, I have no problem in talking about bands um, in the Seven Deadly Spins alumni, like Prince Daddy. Like, they came out with the New Radicals song this year that I thought was really cool. Yeah. They came out with a song with Foxing that I thought was really neat. They covered a Foxing song. Um, Foxing's just a modern indie band. They're they got a great ground level following you know like they feel like they're popular but like you know that they aren't you know kind of like that thing but anyways they have a third eye blind like influence to them too there's a lot of people doing like a a... yeah and maybe it's just that that's like the the space and time now that well that's the thing that's now classic and i listen to them and like you know to me like i've listened to semi-charmed life and jumper and slow motion all my life at this point like yeah Fucking all my life. So when I hear that, I'm like, that's what I blind. Like, right there. Like, I've heard it all my fucking life. It's like someone that grew up with the Beatles. Like, you can just hear that fucking melody, man. Like, yeah. You know, can- they, were, they were always really popular, like, when I was younger. It's one of those things where it's like when I was a kid, you know, you go back and you listen to Led Zeppelin. That was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Third Eye Blind, like, fucking Semi-Charmed Life, 1997. Right, like yeah, it's almost thirty years ago. Oh man, yeah, the best album ever written about meth. I, I'm sure there are more. Is uh, but I I doubt that they were uh as high up on the charts of the Billboard Top 100 as that one was. Oh no, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, <clears throat> I would say that they do continue this uh, mainstream 
influence on this military gun album with uh, my friends are having a hard time and never fucked up once the song that would be the most closest to what i would describe as their original sound would be the final track on the album life under the gun because that would have been the earliest song to have been released on this album it was released damn near i think a year before it ever came out um that would probably be the main chunk of highlights it's about five songs low-key favorite of mine sway two love it sway two sway two that would be track 10 so that's uh military guns life under the gun yeah no i yeah and and i want to preface a lot of these albums i did listen to that one i didn't i didn't listen to it that's okay i do feel a little bit like there was a couple albums i didn't listen to because it's like You've got a list of almost like fifteen albums here. I I <laughs> I, uh, I threw this list down uh, pretty early on, and I just um, wanted to get it immediately out on paper. These are the ones that were like, if I got I got two minutes to think of the best albums yep. that I heard of yep. this year, and if they didn't come to my mind after two minutes, are they that important? Yeah. yeah. So I, that's what I did. No, no, that's fair. That is fair. That is fair. Because uh, I got your list right here, just plastered right there. That's good shit. No worries, pal. No worries. Um, let's see here. My number three. Or what? What did this be number six? Number six. Number six. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Uh, sorry. Oh, I feel like a fucking loser. Uh, it's going to be a Blink and You'll Miss It. Uh, it's an EP by uh, Kenny Hoopla. Uh, the Seven Deadly Spins 2022. 2021. Oh, this was your main album. Was was Kenny Oh Hoopla's, my god, yeah, what uh, a Survivor's f- Guilt. Fucking great album. It is, it was a fantastic album in like Stella, Stella. <laughs> I'm coming in Londres. Uh I don't know what that is though. Estella, Estella, I'm covered in lime juice. Uh um, covered, covered in, in lies. I'm covered in lies. Yeah, it could be really uh, I've been, but like a lot of the lyrics, like as I get older, I just fucking make up the words if I don't know. Uh, but anyways, anyways, uh, this is a three song EP. Uh, it's it, it's a return with Blink One Eighty Two's Travis Barker, uh, producing it and playing the drums, and bringing in their guitarist that they use, right? But it, I imagine there was supposed to be a full album, but the return of Blink One Eighty Two kind of. Cut it short. You know, it, you know it would I mean? make a lot of sense. Sure, it would. Absolutely. Because like, he did have other songs come out like this year, like You Need a Hit and shit like that. Right? Which like, is like one of the most played a, songs that I played this year. It's a great song. What and a it, fucking It's, it's in my top track. 10 on my uh, And you Spotify. know what? I kind of feel like that song might have something else to it. Like, you listen to the lyrics of that song, and it's almost like... He's telling a story about something that actually happened to him, right? You, you Honestly, like, it was only... Because I've I've gotten back into when I was going through and finding my my uh, albums or or my my picks. Yeah, I just like I was listening to this and I was like, you know what, I am going to throw this in because like like I was hovering because it's only three songs. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what, man, like I don't care. It's it's this is what I liked the most. You know what I mean? And it's just like I'm 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 going to do it. Um, so like I go back in and I'm listening to Survivor's Guilt again and I'm just like. Have Spotify with the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, God damn. Okay, fair enough. Like I didn't, I didn't know this and blah 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 blah. And, right? uh, and it is surprising because like it comes off as just like, you know, catchy pop punk. 
Oh, absolutely. But, you know, when you listen to Kenny, you can definitely tell that there's something more there. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. out of the, the big group of that uh, pop-punk revival, I would say that he's definitely the most authentic or identifiable. He doesn't you know? seem as manufactured. Absolutely. That's a great word for You know for what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's really quiet. He doesn't speak very often. You know what I mean? Like hearing him tell the story about Travis Barker just sliding into his DMs and just be like, hey, do you want to work on it? It's like, oh, shit. Wow. Right? And But no, uh, it, it, it's three songs, Sabotage, Mary Fuck Kill, and uh, oh, Jesus Christ, what is the other one? T-shirt. T-shirt. It would yes. be Mary Kill Fuck, actually. Mary Kill Fuck, yeah. yeah. Mary Kill Fuck, would you please pick one? Uh, no, all three of them. You know, like... Being pleasantly surprised when turning on this album and or this EP and Sabotage not being a cover of Sabotage. I thought the same thing myself. I was myself. so happy. I was like, oh, good. This is not a cover. Awesome. And I really like the Beastie Boys, but no, I, I'm I'm very okay with not hearing another cover of Sabotage in my life. Everybody has covered <clears throat> Sabotage. Right? If like, Sabotage, Sabotage. It's true. It's true. It has become a sabotage. Uh, but no, it is it is a shame that I'm sure like the time constraints of Blink-182 cut this a little short. Because I would like to have uh, heard a, a full-on album. Because he hasn't released a lot since Survivor's Guilt. Just a couple singles and EPs. But you know, all of them being pretty, pretty fucking good. Like Dirty White Vans is good. Um, there's a big difference, though, without Travis. A big difference. I have an idea. Maybe it was his finger when he broke his finger. You know, like maybe oh, maybe. maybe that was like Could the be. one grace period in time where he had like extra Some, time to yeah. do something in between like the big tour and the album yeah. releasing. Could very that well be. He's like, look, man, you only got the three songs I did for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm going to Europe, man. See you. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah. That's 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 that. I mean, who knows? But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. No. No. It's it's. Hopefully, there's something new coming out in 2024. I'd like to, I'd like to get a, a full EP because I really did enjoy Survivor's Guild a lot. Like more like for somebody that had no idea who Kenny Hoopla was. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was um, just so fucking good and sharp and like yeah. just really catchy. And I don't know if it was 2019 or like later than that when How Can I? Oh my god! What oh, is, it, what is the song? Uh, How can I live when the fucking something my body living next to the side of the road or something? like Yeah, that. she's gonna cut my head off. Well, and then realizing that oh, this is the band, this is the guy that fucking Colton Kelly was trying to get me into. Oh, Colton like, Kelly was trying to get you into him. This yeah. was a song in uh, that one uh, that oh, clip, well, right? Like when yeah, he, but we did. Uh, you knew the song when we saw him. Not the first time. Not the first time. At the, the he first, used that for the first clandestine society. No, for the uh, for the love pro wrestling. Yeah, we did. I didn't know. Kenny you pointed there. it out, didn't you? No, no. He oh. came. I remember him coming up to me. He's like, maybe it was Clandestine Society. There was a show that uh, that he played that song as, and he came up to me and asked me about his song. And I didn't know what it was. So it came out in 2020. How will I rest in peace if I'm buried by a highway? Then it would have been in Love Pro Wrestling then. Damn, that's fair. I remember when I heard it, I'm like, damn, that's fucking Kenny Hoopla. Like, yeah, I didn't know. I, I thought I it was. Know. Um, I found out. Survivor's a, Guilt is when I learned about Fuck, Kenny that's Hoopla. fair, man. I uh, I didn't know that. I, I, I found out about him fucking probably pretty close when this came out then because I remember working fucking COVID shifts at fucking Browns, man. Yeah. And of all people, fucking dipshit told me about him. And um, yeah, so anyways. 
That, yeah. Like, Kenny and, and it's, like, I've gotten weird people in the Kenny Hoopla. Like, there was a girl at a place I worked that got really into well, Kenny Hoopla. He's fucking Hoopla. catchy, man. Well, he's very and catchy. And not to mention, like, I find he's got this, like, branching. Like, a lot of his songs, like, I wouldn't say are, like, for everyone. No. But then, no. like, um, I don't know, like, Smoke Break? I love Smoke Break. Yeah. Like, that's a really funny song to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. It's funny to me. But then, um, fuck. You got more attention than Ferris Bueller. What song is that? You, you do you know like yeah 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 got no sense of humor. I, I just don't feel like that's the, the actually the tune of it. Um, oh, fuck. Whatever, Tyler. Um, way, nine to way. five, love me. Is oh, that okay. probably what it yeah. is? Quit your nine to five, love me. Anyways, no, I'm not, I, I gotta stop singing because they. they <laughs> oh, whatever, man. Either way, it's not even the album. But anyways, yes, blinking you miss it slash you know you, you need a hit. The Kenny who was like five five tunes. That's yeah, <clears throat> Tyler's Tyler's number six is the year of Kenny Hoopla. Yeah, yeah Kenny Hoopla twenty twenty three. Which is not bad, you know. Like it's like yeah, if a dude didn't release a lot, but his his quality of work is really yeah. good, then I yeah. think it should be recognized, yeah. right? Yeah, and it, like it goes to show, like there's there's some things change in in the music industry. Not everything is is, is like, you, like to be your favorite album of the year. It doesn't have to be a full LP. More on that later, man. Like not about the favorite album of the year thing, but it's this not is, my only one. This isn't the first time that this happens. No, and I, I would say the best quality of work. Um, to a degree, would just be releasing small EPs. All those time. that release the small EPs, man, they're not trying to pump out a bunch of filler tracks. No, nope. they're releasing fucking hot fire in fifteen yep. minutes. Yeah, and it's awesome. So I like to see that. Not everybody needs to be fucking Buckethead or Frank Zappa or King Gizzard or King fucking... Gizzard doesn't need to be King Gizzard. No. Like quite frankly, no, that's a little much. Right? Like, like... they could maybe <laughs> just like. Just maybe just but release. they just want to do everything. That's the thing. I, I know. But they I know. want to do everything. They're, they don't want to be stuck in this thing. Like they've left psychedelic rock behind, apparently. And just when they want to do rock, they just do fucking thrash metal. I love their thrash metal. But you know what? Jack of all trades. Master of one. Though oftentimes better than master of one. No, the Nanagon Infamy is. Or yeah. Nanagon That would be your goat, yeah. That is the, the peak Cresting with fucking quarters because the river. You're a big fan of the river. And every song is 10 minutes and 10 seconds long. (laughs) And there's four of them. So every song is a quarter of the album. Yeah. Right? Just quarter. Their their play on words for their titles are awesome. But, like, yeah, no, like, calm the fuck down. Maybe, like, I might like more of your albums if you only made a few of them at a time. But Uh, then maybe they might be just way too off kilter all the time. And I'll never, you go 10 years before you get a King Gizzard album you like. You know what? Yeah. And and there's something to be said about maybe just going back into their library, checking out a few of their albums that they put out. Yeah. Like, you know what? In a million years, but I think that I would have liked Flying Microtonal Banana. But it's awesome. It's, you mentioned Nonagon Infinity. It's that and then flying microtonal banana yeah. for me because like Billabong Valley. Oh, that, and, that, um, that is the best. And then like King Gizzard song. Just like so much more though. Like there's a lot on that They've album. They've got so many like songs. Rattlesnake. Yeah. Like man, I I created a fucking meme at my job about rat, Rattlesnake. Like I, I played it so much that one kid's like, I thought that they said Battlesnakes. 
Battle snakes, battle snakes, battle snakes. And then we're like, it's like a cartoon, man, like an '80s cartoon. Battle snakes, battle snakes. <laughs> uh, fuck me. Uh, like this, this motherfucker over here is just listening to cartoon. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, right. So, uh, so let's, let's let's where's the news? What's going on? Where's What's, the news? Where's the news? All right. Well. I'll get to the most grim one first. Oh, God. Okay. So this year is something that I never thought I'd ever fucking see in the news, man. I thought that we figured this out a long time ago, but 18 years from the death of Tupac Shakur. (laughs) They finally announced that the dude that they said killed him about five years ago is the guy they're going to arrest to kill him. Dwayne Davis. (laughs) He, he pleads not guilty. There's a trial set for next year. They thought it was Orlando. He pleads An- not guilty, but he fucking admits it on a goddamn fucking tape. Oh, uh, well, snitches of bitches. No, you know you know the documentary I'm talking about? Um, I thought it was Orlando Anderson that admitted it. Oh, maybe, maybe, Cause maybe. Because that's who I thought was the last suspect that they got um, really like hard into. But anyways, um, he was arrested in September in connection with the long, unsolved 1996 murder of rap superstar Tupac Shakur. Dwayne Davis, under the guise of Keith D, is entered a not guilty plea. But the trial will start June 3rd, 2024. So uh, we shall maybe update this next year on Seven Deadly Spins. I mean, I'm sure he did it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm. Uh, like, I would imagine so, anyways. He is the guy that I. He was doing yeah, a documentary. I saw so many documentaries about Tupac in a short period of time that maybe a couple of them blend together, but yeah. so I apologize on that. No, 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 no. <clears throat> so yeah, I just figured, you know, closure is always great. So uh, a big, long, long-winded rumor of P. Diddy or fucking Suge Knight or fucking Biggie Smalls himself doing it. I think all out the window there. Yeah, no, it's it's true. Closure is great, Tyler. It's very true. 2018, Keefe D confesses in new Netflix documentary of to killing Tupac. <laughs> and now he's saying not guilty. Uh, Netflix <laughs> fucking edited that shit in, man. Like, uh, fucking AI or something. <coughs> Wasn't even Keefe D, man. Wasn't even Keefe D. He said that he would murder Tupac for a burger. Mm. Yes, Tyler. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's fair. All right. Are we are we uh, are we on to number, number let's go to number three? F- number, oh, yes, thank number, you. Okay, I number five, say, I, I guess. Oh, yeah, number five, yeah, technically. Okay. okay. All right. So you want to talk about things changing in the music music industry? Then I will definitely talk about a cop out of an answer here in terms of my number five. <coughs> that would be shit kid. Shit, shit kid. kid. Releasing an LP called Rejected Fish this year, and it being about 90% re-recorded of their first EP. Now, I find it being acceptable to do this in such a short time time span between 2017 and 2023. So that they've done many things in between, I'm sure. A lot of albums, man. Yeah. Like a decent amount. I would say that they probably put out like five fucking albums. Some, okay. some of them in pure Swedish. Yeah, this is a band of uh, two fucking Swedish girls and another guy. Uh, it's a three-piece. They're from Stockholm. And um, I would say about 50% of their music has been released in English. Uh, like, do th- they do dual? 
some well they do sometimes like album in English, album in Swedish. Okay, but they don't like do the like, song comes out in Swedish and the song comes out in English. Uh, the same one. I'm not quite sure on that. Like they might do that, but they did release like one album called Duo Limbo. Duo okay. Limbo came out in 2020 and it's you know, you can listen to it in Swedish, you can listen to it in English. Uh, I found out about them in 2017 on a random YouTube page and I heard their song Sugar Town. And it's just this blend of like fucking surf, <coughs> like surfer vibe music, like yeah. um, su- like rockabilly type thing, yeah. um, just with like an off key singer. And it's a very like low key demo, and I think it would gain a lot of cult following. And they would release a lot of albums with different types of like musical influences. Like they had one that's like got a slower tempo, definitely a lot more mainstream. Um, geared towards it then they got one called sort sturgeonny which is say that three times fast sort journey it would be their uh, one black metal album that came out in june of 2021 okay so they they do a variety of styles right? yeah yeah so like fish would be the lp that I, ep that i'm talking about that they remastered that would be the the surfer vibe one 2020 shit kid would be like the lo-fi like kind of like slow droney music that they put out yeah. kind of like mainstreamy um then they would have like a ep called crotch rock they would have a EP called This Is It, which would all be like the similar sound. Duo Limbo would be like a classic rockish vibe. And then Rejected Fish would pretty much be like wrap around. And this is pretty much like the final sound because as they've mentioned on their Instagram, this is it. They're done. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, from what I've told, uh, from what I've heard, this might be a, a troll at this point. But yeah, like I'm pretty sure that they're done at this point. Um, Last album, including two original songs, being Dirty Guy and Trad Garden, which would be something in Swedish. Trad Garden. Uh, it's, this album is fucking polished. It's yeah. so much better produced than their fucking prior shit. Um, the, the original songs on here are definitely in a graveyard, bluesy vibe, like really just like fine-tuned in. And I think... Um, Anyone listening to it would probably get a little thrown off by the lead singer. She's probably not for everyone, but damn, man, there's like, like Sugar Town is like a balls to the wall song. On a Saturday night is just a fucking bop that you can fucking go to. Like, man, you drive out of town and fucking yeah. that's just like a highway song. Like, to you, like right? I'll, I will say, because like I did, I didn't listen to this whole album. I will admit, but I did listen to. Probably leave a bulk majority of it because it's a very quick listen. It's not long. No, it's not. But I will say, Sugartown is the one song that was like. Well, it's that riff, man. Like yeah, that riff like, is, is very fun. good, and it reminds me of like a Pulp Fiction song. Like, oh yeah, you get yeah, it. Yeah. Like, because like, like there was a little while ago, I remember being into a lot of like the surfer rock. Like, I can't remember what that band was. Where it was just like the guy drummer and the girl. I can't remember. But like they were like super sick, and everything was about cats and shit like that. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> can't remember, but it was, it was. I was into them for a while, and like there was a, a few more other bands like uh, Clean Spill. Oh yeah, yeah. Where, like I, I don't know if they've done anything recently, but I was really into Clean Spill for a bit. Just that low key California vibe, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I I understand what you mean by when you say like. 
she's not for everyone. Oh, absolutely. Like she's not she's no not a traditional voice by no. any means, man. Rather uh, shrill, if you ask me. Uh, I would like to just mention one one like if you don't make it to the end of this album, check out two motorbikes. <laughs> check out two motorbikes. The song from the original EP definitely is not for everyone, but my goodness, do they ever fucking improve? Turning like just something that could be classified as chicken shit into like a fucking cordon blue, like it's, okay. it's it, just much better, much better. Anyways, man. Yeah, they. You know what, man? Um, I don't know why. Uh, so now I'm, I'm because I didn't know this was a re-recording. Um, Dirty Girl and Tregarden. Yes. Are they new songs? Those are the new ones. Those okay, are the original okay. ones, yeah. Because like, they, they also don't have a distinguished between studio version and not. Oh, right on, on Bandcamp they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because, like, yeah, on Rejected Fish on uh, Spotify, I'm looking because I wanted to compare the two albums. Yeah. Because right, I just wanted to see. All you'd have to do is uh, check out Fish and Rejected Fish. Yes, and that's why I went down to Fish. And, yeah. I was like, okay, because I wanted to see. Like these guys don't say, are they on that other album? So I imagine, because like this album, I will say, yeah, not, not everybody's going to be like, yeah, that's my shit. Uh, I can imagine that the original album it would turn more people off just because. And it might, you know. Um, I've never heard it though. That's to say, like, um, as I joked, it's not objective. This is purely subjective. That that's why you know, like. Maybe maybe Seven Deadly Spins isn't for everyone because you're not going to hear about a lot of albums that you really know. Like I don't you know, know. I expect you to talk with Lana Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, she's not in my in my numbers, um, but yeah, like we could we could. I no, I mean like we don't have to. We, like this episode is going to go long enough. We don't need to go into depth on every album. No, I'm not going to go into depth. She'll she'll be uh, hit up in the honorable mentions part. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that that's about as close as it gets, right? Like what I what I mean is like you know, I I I find music so interesting because you know, all these bands that I used to like, you know, like sure they put out great stuff, but like the fun part to me is like finding the shit that stands out that like yeah. no one knows about it. I don't know, that's just the excitement part is like finding yeah. something new that no one knows about. Like you got a lot of shit on your list that I've never heard about. Oh yeah, and... no, like, I don't I don't I don't know how I find music. I just I listen to my release radar which is ruined because I ended up listening to a lot of pop punk and now it's turned it's it all into whiny fucking new pop punk and I'm just oh, like Oh god. Every song on my release fucking radar sounds deep the same. And shit. Right, I'm just like, oh my Jesus Christ, um, but yeah, no, uh, it, it's yeah, like, there's there's different things like things catch my eye on YouTube, and I'll look at it and just like, oh, well, this is pretty dope. I can listen to this full KEXP fucking thing. Or whatever. I used to really enjoy that. I found a lot of bands through uh, the Audio Tree sessions yeah. and uh, KEXP. And what was the other one? Tiny Desk Room? Uh, uh, NPR? NPR's Tiny Desk Room. Yeah, yeah that, that would have also been a really fun show, too. Yeah. 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 The Turnstiles, Tiny I, Desk Room was fucking... I think I found out about Idols through Tiny Desk Room. Oh, really? Because they did Never Fight a Man with a Perm in the Tiny Desk Room. And yeah. these dudes are just, like, so intense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're doing nothing, right? Like, it's so quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, my uh, number f- four, number I guess four. our number four, my number three, I guess my number 
Don't worry about You're it. You're number two. Next up. Yes, that's right. Uh, next up is going to be uh, album I Love You by Teen Jesus and the Gene Teasers. It's a great name. Like it's, I, Again, I have no idea how I came across this song. It was just on my Spotify. And and, it, and the song I'm talking about is the, the, the big, to me, standout song on the album is I Used to Be Fun. Oh, I used to be fun. It's yeah, man. So goddamn um, catchy. I, it didn't catch me at first, and then you talked to me about it, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I remember that name." And I heard that song, and uh, I, yeah, it didn't hit me at first, and then it just kind of like earwormed yeah. itself in. I really enjoy. That course is just so goddamn, and everybody in the world that's over the age of 25 can relate to the. Yeah, no, I, I'll tell you I'm going to go out. Well, I'm not going to go out. Yeah, I'll, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to go out with you. I'm not going out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? And just like saying I used to be fun. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I'm not anymore. <laughs> but no, it's a four-piece uh, all-female. I don't know. Like calling them punk wouldn't be right. But like they're like, and pop, calling them pop punk wouldn't be right. You know what I mean? But it's just like. You know, it's like a, it's a far cry from pop punk. I would call it like the, like a, like polished, crusty rock. Polished, crusty rock. Uh, Either way, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's just very upbeat. Uh, They're from Australia, which I've I've noticed my, the bands I listen to are becoming more Australian as time goes on. Um, I, I, uh, I just really enjoyed this fucking album. Uh, They're one of the, only bands to use Spotify, every feature on Spotify that I've, I know of. Like, every song has, like, a, a five-page story. Oh, wow, hey. Like, oh. like but not like a five-page, like, Snapchat story. You know what I mean? Where, like, you flick through and it's, like, little facts about the songs and stuff like that. Tyler, um, just through a quick Google search here, uh, I like the genres that they've come up with for Teen Jesus and the oh. Gene Teasers here. Well, what are these genres? Well, <laughs> bubblegum pop, ear bashing rock, and thunderous punk. Can we just combine these all together and call this bubblegum punk? Like, yeah, like Bubble, realistically, yeah. bubblegum yeah. punk. This is what this is. Yeah, easily. I think so. It's it's so catchy, and like, there's nothing like. And when you say bubblegum punk, I, I feel like it would give it like a really negative connotation. But no. like, they're not going out there trying to be a punk band. No, it, it's just right, like, I would I would call it a punk band in terms of the tempo, yeah, and that they don't own cult rock. Like I don't know, that's just how I would perceive it. That yeah. that that would be it. Um, you ever heard the band Regrets? Oh, the, so. like what's her name? Not Lydia Lunge, but Lydia something. Anyways, like she, yeah, they remind me a lot of this band. Um, I have one of their LPs. Um. It just pretty much just bubblegum rock, like yeah. same thing. Just um, the the content of the songs were a lot more juvenile, but the it just like when I listen to these guys, like I when I listen to like Salt or I used to be fun. Yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah, like just yeah. like it's got that familiar sense to it, right? Like yeah, and like they they have a lot of of very catchy upbeat tunes, and they have a lot of slow tunes. I'm not like it's like a half and a half. I'm not the biggest fan of their slow tunes. 
I'm just I'm just not. You know what I mean? This this just but like very rarely now do I find albums that I just like from front to back. There's always going to be at least two or three songs I'm just like skip, skip, skip. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And there there are songs on this album that I will skip, but like "Lights Out" is the horniest song I've ever heard in my life. Really, it, it, it's, it's. I didn't get like it, it's got the traditional length to a album here, and like. You you know like I'll be honest like we're like I, I'm not gonna say like every al- every song on here I remember or do I no, have like a, of course like a factoid on everyone no but like ah it, leading into cayenne pepper cayenne well yeah cayenne pepper yeah Oz after I think but oh maybe it is cayenne yeah. pepper going in the, yeah 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 uh, that was actually the uh, the first song that got him any traction in Australia cayenne pepper. Uh, no, ah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah ah! Cay- Cayenne Pepper is the one beforehand, yes. Uh, it was That was released originally in 2021, actually. Damn. And, wow. And, uh, Those, yeah, just kind of like uh, military gun vibes then. You put your uh, your leading EP song onto your LP. Yeah. 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 Well, gotta I mean, love why it. not, right? Why not? Why not put the good shit on the fucking big one, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It, Treat Me Better is a good one that I really liked. Uh, you know, just, it's just... It's, upbeat i like it it's i can't remember i used i used to be fun on one of the music league playlists and i can't remember it was one like something about like upbeat or whatever i used that one and i got a lot of points for it and i was like fuck yeah it's pretty upbeat man it is um yeah that's that's my number three all right let's get into some more news thank god we're not doing wrestling not seeing anything published by Dave Meltzer. Nothing by Sean Ross Sapp. No Twitter drama. Jeez, I love How it, man. I know the reputable ones. <laughs> What's the rep- reputable journalist on exclaim.ca? <laughs> Fuck. All right. Sapphire so Fest. Wait. Wait. That was a long time ago. Firefest 2. There was a fire fest. There is a fire fest here. There was. There yeah. wasn't. Was there? At the end of this year, there will be a fire fest two. Proclaims Billy McFarlane, the creator of Fire Fest One. Wow! Wow! So he has produced a fifty-page plan to launch another fire festival. This is after he served four years of a six-year sentence after he, uh, you know, pled, scamming everybody. He pled guilty to defrauding investors and scamming ticket buyers with 2017's uh, disastrous fire festival. Do I have to talk about fire festival? No. We all know about it. Ja Rule baby knows about it. So, fire festival two will be happening next year, and the tickets have already went on sale, and the first round of tickets have sold out very quickly. Wow. Each ticket has costed 500 bucks, and they will apparently be releasing in batches for the rest of the year until they, ap- they reach the absolute steal of a deal of a ticket price. That is $7,999. As I can see, there is no date for Fire Festival 2. So these people are currently paying for a festival that they're they there no is idea. no date for. No. So unfortunately, I mean, we're going to have mother's birthday. They're all doing it just so they can get Netflix famous on the next disastrous documentary. Yeah, so they right? can get stranded eating fucking processed cheese on a piece of bread. The question is, 
Is Blink-182 going to opt in for this one like they did the first one? Did they opt into the first one? They were announced. And then they canceled it when all the shit happened. Really? Well, yes. they probably just didn't even know that what was going on. I was like, yeah, sure, we'll take that booking. Yeah, mm. so anyways, I would love to keep my eye on what happens with this for the next year because I remember this fire Festival thing just being absolutely bonkers. Like, how in the fuck has this been so ill-conceived? Like, wild. Absolutely yeah. Wild. Oh, okay. Truth. Truth. Truths. <coughs> Dropping truth bombs here. So now what? Uh, so uh, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Yeah. So I got I got uh, one album. Um, how many more albums you got? Do you want to talk about? Here? I got one more in depth before I can go. I'll go into like. You got one more in depth. Yeah. You know what I mean. Okay. Okay. I got. Th- like I got one more before we go through the album of the year. I got. I got. I got three of your albums up. So I wonder which one it is. I really hope it's one that I'm thinking of. Um, if it's not, then I'm going to talk about it. But I think it is. I'm just kidding, Tyler. Just kidding. Either way. Either way. It's your. It's it's your first. My. Yeah. I am going to talk about here number two on my list. Spiritual Cramps, self-titled, full-length de- debut. Once again, just like Military Gun, they've had a slew of EPs fucking yeah. for a damn near while here. Um, this album, though, pretty much is like the final product of all of these like EPs that they put out that are like Hives related. Like uh, old. Oh, sc- really? This is just, this is like a. a, a- Compilation, almost not a compilation, but they re-record. But it's also, no, 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 no. I would say like, um, I would say like this is like them dialing. Like this is like oh, fucking oh. it, man. Like they fucking okay. like this is okay. the sound. They they played around with shit and like slowly they've gotten to this fucking place. Yeah. And like when this album came out, man, and I've heard uh, what was it talking on the internet and better off this way. Oh, those two songs are fantastic. Like those they were are. the leading singles, and like I remember hearing, I'm like, whatever direction they're going in, whatever production choices that they're taking right now are fucking perfect like dialed right in and like i find that this band their whole discography is great i found out about them with their here comes more bad news ep they have a song called earth the mic on there fucking killer track man it's just so great i love i love the dude's vocals it reminds me of something that i just rock hives punk rock hives absolutely yeah. yeah, and then they got like this clash vibe to me. I, I remember because I remember you showing me this band. Yeah, it was, like a while ago. Not, not even too long ago, probably a month or two ago. Maybe yeah. And uh, when I was going through your list, and I turned it on, I was like, "Oh, it's Punk Rock Hives. It's that band." Yeah, that's what you and, told me, and I couldn't unsee it after that. Because yeah, it, it really is, and especially in the year where the Hives came out with an album too. Yeah. And it's like these guys, like I, I, I dig them. Like I dig him. I dig their music videos are great. Uh, he, their music videos are awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's got so much energy. Very charismatic. Like there's so much like energy and like you know what? Like I'm speaking about the music itself. Like the music's fucking sexy. You know, like <laughs> no, okay, like. This is like something that I find is like really important. It's like I think it's a big thing that makes Blink 182's album that came out this year really great is that it's like it's fucking sexy, right? Like fell in love, like fucking great. Um Queens of the Stone Age, like fucking sexy music. I, like, man. I, I can understand what you mean by Queens of the Stone Age. I don't get it with anything else, but like whatever. Fair enough, it's, it's okay. To each their own. To each their own. Maybe I just have but I like, mean like I'm also like ass me in that way. We're like the latest 
uh, playlist for Music League is songs that sound like winter. I'm just like, what the fuck sounds like winter? Something desolate, depressing, like, slow. Like, what the fuck? I'd put on like a Gallic or something like that. Okay, sure, man. Maybe yeah. Jim knows who a Gallic is. I Maybe don't I don't know. I don't know, but like, I don't think Jim would be listening to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Jim. Well, I I, I just don't think that. You bitch. I, I just don't think there's an album on here that he'd like. I, that, that's all I'm saying. Well, either way, either way, yes. Yes, Spirit, either way, Tyler. Spiritual way. Cramp, cramp, yes. Spiritual Cramp, I think, put out almost my favorite album of this year, man. Fucking so close. Um, it was an immediate number two when I heard it. It was hard to be like, damn, man, there's a lot of albums that came out this year, and I wish that they could have made the list. But Spiritual Cramp was so fucking good, man, from start to finish. 26 minutes of fucking fury. Like, blowback, slick rick, talking on the internet, man. Like, fucking great songs. Like... Then there's like just fucking, I don't know, man. Everything is so anthemic and it just is like one of those things that I really like about music is the like, um, like, um, big chanting courses. Oh yeah. Stuff like yeah. that, man. And I find that like, um, there's another band that you had on your list that does it. That's amazing that I like, got really into. And I find that they do it here. Like, man, like these songs are just like, I want to be at their concert and I want to fucking yell these lyrics, man. Yeah. Yeah, No, I get that. I get that. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, they're a fun band too. Like, as I don't know, as, as I get older, I guess, like I use music as more of a way to just have fun. Absolutely, you know I mean? yeah. So, like, I don't listen to a lot of droney music anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's music that I want, you know, to feel uplifted, upbeat. And and if it's going to be a fucking Olivia Rodrigo song, so fucking be it, dude. Yeah, I don't think it should matter what kind of music makes you happy. Yeah. You know, like, I think music can, like, do a lot of shit to you. Like, I don't think it has to be so black and white to be, like, like sad and happy. Yeah. Like, I find music can, like, challenge me, right? Like, I, I put on music... When I'm like trying to be productive yep. and like maybe listen to like something that I might not, that might be more out of my comfort zone when I'm like doing something that's not driving, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's the fun part about it. That's the fun part about it. Um, I guess, I guess uh, my number two, three, two, two, I don't know. Am I, am I runner up? Is a better way to say it? Cause like not saying this is better. Uh, it's uh, another EP. Uh, that's Life by Fiddler. Ah, yes. Oh, okay, that's not the one that I was thinking you were talking about, but yes. Yes, 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 wait, wait, yes. Wait. Just, just to be nosy, what was the one you thought Chowsen! Chowsen? Oh, my God. Damn, man. Damn. The uh, pup but not? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I fell in love. Fucking fell in love with that band, dude. Slow burn, ego stroke, <laughs> laugh when life gets worse. What a band! What a band, he says. What but Fiddler, band. though, that's life. They and yeah, they outside of like that's life, which is what six songs is it? Um, I think it's all it is, is six songs. So you got um, FSU, Sand on the Beach, Taste the Money, Centipede, That's Life, and Sand on the Beach. You said Sand on the Beach. Right? Okay, so five then I think. Uh, on drugs, and on drugs. Okay, yeah. so six. Well, yeah, no, like my my three. Ironically enough, my like 
there's there's I like the whole album, but there's three real big standouts, and it's honestly like the first three because they released this like three songs block, right? Like, or did they do one at a time, but then release the six? They released everything, but on drugs, and that's life. Okay. Separately. So they released four songs all separately yeah. with all music videos. Yeah. But like... Well, Taste of Money had a, a lyric video. Oh, it doesn't really count. There's no production got into it. Uh, Centipede, On Drugs, and Sand on the Beach. So like Sand on the Beach was, I think, my second most listened to song of the year. Sand on the Beach is special. It's great. The video is impeccably funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a play on like a, a shitty soap opera. And and all the guys play the girls and and both the guys. It's 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 very very fun. Can we talk about that's life for a, for a, for a moment here? Well, that's what we're doing. No, I know, I know. But like, look, man, like, uh, Fiddler's got history on this podcast. I had a, I, oh, had, yeah, a yeah, yeah. I had a whole episode on the history of this band, and uh, yeah. I, I I I like that it's full circle. How now we can talk about an album I never thought would come out. Right, I I thought that the band was done. Oh, um, like, and why did you think the band was done? Well, like, because Elvis Keen left the band. Yeah. So did he leave, or did they just ask him? He, like, le- he left. Okay. He left, and all you needed. To I hear, imagine it's because they're like Elvis, we're not doing your shitty songs anymore. Okay. I'm sure it was a creative. Like the band is better off for it. And his brother stayed. Yeah, that which tells me a lot. So Elvis Keen left. Elvis Keen was a massive contributor to the band for the whole run, man. All the songs that aren't as good. Um, <laughs> you won't. So yeah, like you can say that, but he did have good songs. Like, I think saying that discounts the good songs he did have. That's fair. Um, drone, every, like drone. I don't. I, it's it's okay. Um, it's like, but like, I don't. But for me, it's like that's not what I'm listening to. White on for. white, like white on white on the first album yeah, is yes. is really good. Now, like, I get what you're saying. But I, I like the other guys' songs. Like, I, I get that. That's, that's that's the ones I like. That is definitely like a Tylerism, yeah. <laughs> where it's like I'm gonna say like a nice thing about you, but it's gonna be not nice. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's just the album songs that aren't as good. Like yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Like you know, songs good. aren't bad. They're just not as good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like when he starts singing, I'm just like, yeah, this sounded like one of your songs. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, I thought this was going to be one of your songs. And I, uh, but like the album, what was it? Free throw or something like that. Almost free. Almost free. So that that I fucking hate that album. All right. So almost free would be the gap in between two. The, the last podcast and this one, yeah. right? So Almost Free came out, and it was the Elvis show. Yes. It was the Elvis show. And boy, did it suck. Now, the song, <laughs> the album has good songs like Alcohol. Like, sure, That was yeah. a good song. Yeah. And um, look, there's good songs on there, but it's mainly Elvis, and that kills the album because yeah. they took a complete different direction. That Fiddler didn't have momentum for. No. Fiddler had momentum for the first album, for the second album, yeah. because they were fucking great. They had the same type of vibe. And two, most songs were fucking bangers on it. And two might have taken more of a different uh, sappy it, direction. Yeah, yeah. But now, like, had but they you done, know what, though? The guy's fucking girlfriend fucking OD'd. And, fucking... and he was trying to get off of drugs and all yeah. this kind of shit. And it felt like absolutely, like, Almost Free was... Just a cop out like, of an album, or overdose like overdose, sounding like an actual 
right overdose like, is is so fucking great there's nothing i can say about fiddler 2 and fiddler 1 that i haven't yeah right no, um and fantastic good albums. luck finding the fucking podcast that i talked about it on yeah, subscribe <laughs> to the patreon you can find it now now look so, somebody messaged me on twitter i can't remember who it was and they're like hey man i really like the uh smackdown 6 episode that like we released he's like where can i uh, listen to that I was like, uh, five dollars on the Patreon, but you can go on there, pay five dollars, download every fucking episode, and then cancel. Five dollars. <laughs> Never messaged me back. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah everyone wants it. something for free, right? I mean, they, I get it. You know what I mean? Like they were out free at some point in time, but hey, man, they're not anymore. Everyone's it doing is. it. Everyone's doing it. You it's, want? It's you not want... even that. It's like I'm. I don't. I'm too a. I'm too lazy to host them anywhere else because I'm not uploading them. One at a time. I'm not I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. I do enough. I work enough. I'm not doing that. But they're all on the, on the Patreon. Go ahead. Pay $5 and cancel immediately. I don't give a shit. But I put in the work there. And I'm not putting in the work anywhere else. <laughs> Plain and simple. Tyler's not letting... Tyler is leaving it all transparent for you here. Yeah, it's not because <laughs> I want your $5. It's just That's just a caveat that was built into it. That's where I uploaded them. That's where it is now. Much like the full Marin, this is the full fudge right here. Also, the first episodes, I don't want you listening to it. But I don't want to fucking delete them from the internet. You're not going to put up the first ever episode in the 10th no, year? No, 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 Alan Cross did it for the history of ongoing music? Yeah, and Alan Cross is a fucking professional. <laughs> I'm not. I was, definitely wasn't back then. You don't want to put up our little 10-minute brotherly love snippet? Nope. No. No? No. Oh, no. dude. What about going to Cali? I don't know. Probably not, no. Damn. I, it's just I think that early stuff, I don't... It's not saying that I don't like it. That's that, because that's doing well, I a get disservice. It. I, 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 I assume it's the quality, right? It's the, the mics we were using. It's not really knowing how to edit properly. How, like, we weren't really even good at podcasting yet, because, like, it's we... we Right now, like we sure we had the brother thing going for us, where we've known each other our whole lives, and I know by your mannerisms where you're going to go and like shit like that. I don't think we could have a civilized, professional conversation. I'm not calling ourselves professionals, but like no, but like I, we, we can have more of a conversation. It's not more of a I'm telling you things, and then you're listening, and then you'll tell me things, and I'm listening. Which is definitely how it started. It's definitely how it's, it started. It, it was. Like an indie match. Everyone gets their shit in, yeah, right? Yeah, and like, over time, you learn how to have a conversation about certain things. and You learn to listen, Lou. Yeah. You gotta learn to listen. And and how to reply. Yeah, right? yeah. and, and I mean? to keep dead air, like keep dead air from happening yeah. and stuff like there was that, right? a lot right? of dead air back then. L- less ums, less uhs, less... <clears throat> I mean, I still cough. Yeah, Tyler's a coffer. I'm, I'm a coffer. If I were to do that, I'd need to have like the biggest mute button here. And like like the on air button, yeah. Just, and just hit still, the on air button. Exactly, and it's still going to be coming in on Travis's mic because we're sitting so goddamn close. So, <sighs> anyways, but yeah, anyways, the, this was a big year for Fiddler. Uh, they released a lot of covers. They released this big fucking acoustic album. Yeah, yeah, they did. So that that was interesting. I thought they 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 did a lot. They're real fucking busy, man. Uh they did what? Free Fallen. As get a cover, free. Nookie, um, yeah. and get free, 
And get free by the hives. Yeah, yeah shit. Uh, I thought the free fallen Not one. Not the hives. Uh, uh, vines. Vines. So I thought that the free fallen one was much like a lot of their other covers, like um, Cheryl Crow's um, "If It Makes You Happy," where it's just a lot of like lo-fi, like popping oh, yeah. and screaming. Nookie is basically Nookie, but it's good. It's, it's good. It's, it's really no, fun. Listen, listen, listen. Limp Biscuit. We both like Limp Biscuit. A horrible band. What? Oh. No, no, no. For the most part, no. Just hear me out. Hear I, me. I'm out. listening. Limp Biscuit catalog. I wouldn't walk the length of myself to have it, okay? But they have a half dozen tracks that are fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I would say if you um, if you just took the first three albums and cherry picked about five to six songs, off you of got each yourself one, a fucking good EP there. Good full full yeah. album. If you took songs off of all three of them i mean like i i guess oh dude yeah for sure i guess um there's a song like i would say maybe one two three four five okay i re-listened to the first three limp biscuit albums just this year and uh not too bad um i mean if if we want to mention that too the resurgence of limp biscuit this year was that this year that was this year uh Fred Durst coming out with that new old man look, uh, coming out with the dad vibe song last year, and then into this year coming out with the new album, coming out with that song out of style, which is not bad. I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not something that's going to go on to my like songs. I just like gonna... that they're self-referential. That at this point in his life, Fred Durst understands what Limp Bizkit is. I think of all the whole time Fred Durst was a great businessman and he knew how to market himself and yep. how to market that band. I think people uh, definitely take him lightly, and I'm not saying he's smart. I'm just saying I think the guy knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, that, that's pretty much what I'm just trying to say. I don't think that he is Limp Biscuit. I think that Limp Biscuit is what he thought was going to get attention. The red Nike hat was total branding. It's not because that's his favorite hat. It's just like, everywhere I go, I'm going to wear his red Nike hat, and everybody's going to associate red Nike hat with me. And the musical energy was not the same without Wes Borland, no. John Otto, and Fred. No. Like I mean, the, how the uh, like how you mean like I mean, there can't be Limp Bizkit without Fred Durst. I, I mean, all three of them together. Oh, oh, like oh, like just oh. them them three together okay. is like what made Limp Bizkit uh, okay, like great. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that like Fred ever left the band or anything like that, but <coughs> you know when when West left after the the it, it the, the, the hot dog flavored water album, yeah, it, it ruined the band. It was not the same. No, John Otto leaves, not the fucking same. I didn't even know he left when it's just Fred. Like, what the fuck you got, man? You got Eat yeah. You Alive, Build a Bridge, yeah. Behind Blue Eyes, the yeah. worst Olympus. Crack Addict. And Crack Addict. Yeah. Panty Sniffer is what it was originally called, so, right? Yeah. Just garbage. Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe yeah. we're talking about Behind Limp. Blue Eyes. Yeah. So, uh, Fiddler, though. But Fiddler, yeah, they did a cover of Olympus, which is how we got on this goddamn tangent. And it sounds a lot like Nookie, but just with a Fiddler twang, I guess you'd say. It was really good. And, yeah. yeah, man. Um, more more stuff on this al on this EP. Like FSU was the first song that they like truly put out for this. Yeah, and I thought it was so fresh for them, man. Like, um, it was really nice to see after so much silence. Like they, their domain page got taken down. Everyone thought the band was done. Like everyone thought it just slowly was done. Like they they blacked out their Instagram yeah. page. Everything. And this is all when Elvis left, and then Elvis comes out with this fucking um, 
this like Mexican surf rock band, and it's not great. Um, no, obviously he's, he's not the Los a... the Los Lobos or something like that. The oh, Los Bolos because they all say, wear bolo ties. I was gonna say Los Lobos is already man. The Los Bolos, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, now you, you, just because you said Los Lobos and stuff like that, uh, you know what movie I plan on watching this weekend? What's that? I'm gonna watch La Bamba for the first time in a long What's time. La Bamba. You've never seen La Bamba. I don't even know what it is. It's a movie about R- Richie Valens. Ricky Valens or whatever the fuck his name is? The man who shot Rick... No, Liberty man, Valens. No, oh. the guy who died in the plane crash with Buddy Holly. It's oh. fucking... What's his name? Horatio. Oh, fuck. Can't, I can't believe big, you've never seen... The Big Bopper. And, no, I've never seen... I've never seen or heard of this at all. Okay, I gotta get the guy's name and show you who it is. Like, I can't think of what his name is. Was he the black guy? Richie Valens? No, no, this is like, yeah, I know. Buddy Holly, Big Lou Bopper. Lou Diamond Phillips. You know who Lou Diamond Phillips is? I know the names. This is not a... This is the cover of the movie. No. You've never... No? No. no. La Bamba means nothing. Oh, dude. You need to watch La Bamba, okay? Have you ever heard the song? La, 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 bamba. Oh, la, 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 bamba. Sure I have, yeah. So this is the movie that you really like. I love this Yeah, movie. I've never heard of this. I use, ever. A, I use a song on Music League once or one time. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a no. great like it, it can be corny at times, but like it's fucking. You ever listen to some of the shit that I listen to, man? Dude, like, you and Danielle should watch La Bamba at some point in time. Danielle might not like it, but I think you'll get a kick out of it. Hard to watch old movies with her. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Most most like women in their twenties don't like old movies. Shocker, hey. Um, it sucks though because like. Well, I'm a big fan of old movies. Like I'm trying to. <sighs> <laughs> I'm on a big uh, UFO kick this year, and uh, I want to watch Flight of the Navigator, and I want to watch uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and try to get her to watch those are fucking hard, yeah, man. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so, anyways, like, like... Like, I remember until I watched it, it was hard to get me to watch Close Encounters of the Third Time. Like, it would come out on, like, MPEX all the time, and I'm just like, nah, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, and that's then, fair. And then, just, like, I went and watched it, I was like, this is so fucking cool. Yeah, exactly. And uh, apparently accurate. <laughs> um, anyways, anyways, yeah. So FSU fucking balls to the wall track man. They came out as a three piece, and boy, do they sound so much better as a three piece. Like they how, said, how are they going to play these old songs live? They'll probably just get another guitarist. Yeah, I or they're imagine, probably not going to play the old songs. They they can't do that. What do you mean, like, like what are they just not going to play fucking their their anything from the first two albums, the first three albums? They'll probably have a touring guitarist. I, I'm like yeah. positive a touring guitarist for sure. Yeah. But uh, no, they sounded great. And I remember when this album came out, they were like on Twitter and all this kind of shit, like no more bullshit, straight to the straight to the shit you like. Well, and what they came out with, though, is, is like, oh, yeah, this is the Fiddler I like again. Yeah, exactly. Like, man. On Drugs. Oh, my like, God. On Drugs is like yeah. such a good song. That bass riff and then just the tempo of the song, where it goes, it's yeah. a perfect song. Yeah. Uh, That's Life is a just unpredictable song because you listen to it for your first time and they drop these bombs on you. They're like, it's like falling in love with someone you don't even like. It's like watching your best friend, like stab you in the back or like, like not. What does he say about? I can't remember the lyric. Starting a, starting a band. I started off this episode saying how I don't remember most lyrics and I just make up my own words for him. I'm not going to out myself on what I think that says. All right. So he changes, he changes the lyrics to the course of that's life. Every single course. What? 
One, it's like falling in love with someone you don't even like. It's like starting a band with your best friends, and now you can't even look them in the eye. Yeah. And then it's it's like starting to get your dad, uh, starting to get uh, get to know your dad. It's like getting to know your dad before he dies, or like you're starting to get. Yeah, yeah, I I, I know. I can't yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the middle one is the one that I think says something, right? Okay. So like, it's a line about oh. fucking Elvis. It's like. Oh, obviously oh, starting right to, starting your, a band with your best friends and now you can't even look them in the eye yeah, like yeah. totally man fucking absolutely and i don't think that fiddler would be one to write that in and not have it mean anything because they don't pull fucking punches like they they just like let it happen right yeah so like, i'm looking at the lyrics here now and there's not a lot of lyrics um It's like watching your dad die right when you got to know him. That one. Yeah. Uh, it's like falling in love with something you don't even like. Shit, well, that's life. Uh, but I can't find the other ones. You know what I mean? I don't know. Either way. Well, it, it it's in there. It, it's, it's, it's in there. It's in there. Where? Oh, it's like standing, yeah, starting a band with your best friends, and now you can't even look them in the eye. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Thank you for finding that, because I was getting really fucking... Travis, are you fucking stupid? I was, no, no, I know. Like, I was like, I know. I doubt he fucking made this up. Like, why can't I fucking find this? <laughs> but no, like, Zach's a much better front man for this band than Elvis is. and, and Zach he, is a great front man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's... Ten times, like I got into Fiddler. You told me about Fiddler because we were coming back from Blink One Eighty Two. We were coming back from something. I can't remember what it was years ago. And I was like, man, I just wish there was songs, <laughs> there was stuff like Blink One Eighty Two now. And I'm pretty like, sure it was Blink, and because I'm pretty sure it was Blink before, because we haven't seen Pup yet. Oh yeah, and because like I know that you yeah. like Pup definitely filled that void yeah, in a way, yeah, right? Yeah, Fiddler did too, though. That's the thing. Yes, and you're like, there is bands like Blink One Eighty Two. It was Fiddler, and you started showing me Fiddler, and you gave me an abridged version of just like the drama behind that band. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, oh my good Jesus! Like I need to get to know this band because I need to see it self destruct because it's going to happen at any time. Yeah, man. Like, that's the thing. It's like all these years that I've been a fan of Fiddler, I got into them uh, through fucking Reddit, man, looking for some new bands. Found out about Fiddler in 2015. Yeah. Found out about them when that first fucking album came out. I've been a fan ever since, man. And it, I don't want to sound like a fucking edgelord or a fucking gatekeeper, but I just like it when I've been a, I've been a fan since day one, man. Like, And it catches on. Yeah, and it's just good to yeah. see and like seeing that self destruction happen before my eyes and before yeah. before like time unraveling and I'm like I'm never gonna see this band yeah. live ever. It's like it's like I was I was listening to Paramore when uh, uh, All We Know Is Falling or whatever came out. Oh yeah, the first album. Yeah, right. And then when Riot came out and it really caught on, I was like, Oh wow! You felt the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel? I said I was going to sing anymore. <laughs> you can't help it. I know. I it's know. infectious. I know. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it's. It, I, I get that feeling. I get that feeling. Um, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's life. That's life, right there. 
And we have one more album to talk about. Before, before then, let's just run down a little bit more news from 2023. We should do news and honorable mentions is what we should do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with the news here, I got a, a big E and a small E. And then big one E and a small E. And then a transition E. Which one do you want first? The transition E has to go into number one. So Okay, well, big E and small E. And a big news story or a small news story? Small. All right. So small in terms of popularity. So Tyler, I, I, I pretty much got this one for you. And I'm going to explain the drama behind it. But it's fun. It's funny. It's like wrestling drama. It's so juicy and okay. stupid and funny. Juicy All right, Tyler. So stupid. We both uh, saw the band Crownlands. Yes. Um, you like them? You like the band Crownlands? Did you enjoy? I, them? I like the first two albums. For something about it, I just they just fell off for me after a while. That's fair. They they, they definitely um, are uh, getting more and more pro- progressive. I I like them. Um, I, I continue to like them. I did. Uh, what's up? I, I just gotta. You keep keep talking. I'll listen uh, to you as I'm walking. For for sure. So Crownlands, uh, if you don't know, um, identify very very strongly with um, their Mi'kmaq tribe. Is it Mi'kmaq? Yeah, yeah. So they're um, Cody Bowles, the lead singer of the band, um, identifies himself heavily as a Mi'kmaq. Um, you know, person of the tribe, and he he definitely. Uh, embodies his roots and he shows it through pretty much every facet he can through Crownlands. Like he's proud of his heritage. Like I, I I get it and I understand and I will never hold a man to their fault for being proud of their heritage. Um, this is not where this is going at all. I'm not trying to, you find find it a lot in, in Newfoundland too. I'm not trying to attack a man's character or anything like that because it's real fucking easy to do that over a microphone, not face to face. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say here is that, while he was proudly um, establishing his Micmac uh, heritage, the Twitter trolls come in. Oh, and I remember seeing this a while back. A, tr- a Twitter dude confronted Cody Bowles about his Micmac heritage. Are we talking about the singer or the guitarist? The singer. Okay, the yeah. singer, the one without the beard. Yeah. So he confronts him and says, I know you're not Micmac. You're a liar. You're a disgrace to the Micmac tribe. This is not the this is not the end of the story. Now Cody has been defending it and defending it and defending it to no end, man. Like um, this dude's like saying like he's got proof that he's not a Micmac and all this kind of stuff. Okay. So this has been like a long time that this has been happening. I knew nothing about. Yeah. This. So his father raised him as a part of the Micmac tribe. Um. So that's why he's pretty much just you know, so firmly in it. So what happened? <laughs> he worked with a genealogist to find out about this because his dad left him as at a young age. They received the report. It showed that their ancestors were almost entirely of African descent, tracing back to the lineage of black loyalists who escaped plantations and fled to Nova Scotia in the 1700s. The reports show that my ancestors lived amongst the Mi'kmaq peoples for hundreds of years and there have been intermarrying. But the census reports, they still indicated African, Bowles wrote. He continues that this news shocked me to my core to find no obvious indigenous connection. Because I was raised my whole life to celebrate that side of our ancestry, I experienced my entire life up to this, through this lens of being. 
So he continues to say that he wants to apologize for claiming Micmac identity without first being claimed by the community. That's what the guy was saying, that you were never claimed by the community of the Micmac people. So how dare you call yourself a Micmac? Um, Not being sure where my family was from while believing Millbrook First Nation was a potential connection. I understand that by not vetting my lineage, I may have caused harm to people in my community, and that was never my intention. I continue to say my notes app apology. Anyways, that is that, Tyler. And um, do your research about yourself before you firmly, firmly, firmly hold these they, these core beliefs to yourself. Well, I mean, like he like he doesn't look Micmac. Like he looks as if like maybe he was married. Like, like you know, what I mean, but it's not like he looks half something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just remember this. This story like, is. I all, understand somebody calling him out on it, but like I'm very sorry if this story is too niche because I remember this Twitter battle happening and I found it very enriching and funny to myself. And I figured that since you knew him and this story is kind of oh, funny, yeah, no, how no, this dude no. kind of called the pot kettle black, <laughs> and he he totally got called on it, and it, it just like he got him. Like it's just kind of it, funny. It, it is kind of like a like a if so if this was a movie, okay. And he was vehemently, you know, defending his stance. Like, no, I am Micmac. Right? Like, I'm First Nations. And then he goes, like, I'll even take a test. Takes the test. Turns out he's black. And he's like. And they're fucking escaped black uh, no, 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 no. That has nothing to do with it. Uh, but, like, he's just like, I'm black. And then cut to the next day and he comes out just like in a FUBU jersey. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. And, like, Crownlands is now R&B. <laughs> Yeah, no, they be no, they become like fucking Parliament. <laughs> oh my God, fucking uh, Thundercat, you know, just like heavy bass, just. Well, I mean, because they're like you know Led Zeppelin light. Anyways, you know what I mean. I know, yeah, part. yeah. Uh, well, Rush, I would say Rush is fair. their their definite. It's fair. I would fair enough. There's not really there's only two guys. But I mean. Okay, I mean, there's also only two guys. But no, like, I don't know. The same I, I, just, I see, I see Rush as more there's of like more people a, in Led Zeppelin than Rush. No, I know that, but like I see uh, uh, Rush as more of like a I don't know. I don't see Crownlands as what's the word I'm trying to think of? Prague enough. Okay, um, their first couple albums probably not, but the latest album that they came out with has like 20 minute long songs. So okay. yeah, so maybe that's where I have that stance. But anyways, that that's my uh, that's my smallie. It's kind of funny. My biggie has less uh, less um, content to it, but it goes without saying that this cannot be. I picked the smallie because I thought I was picking the small one first. <laughs> oh, uh, don't worry about it. It's fine. But anyways, the biggest story of the year. Um, I can't say it. it it's undisputed. Absolutely undisputed. Uh, the talking? Beatles released their final song this year. Okay. This is the biggest news story of the year. It, it, it goes without saying. Um, they had an unearthed demo from John Lennon. Uh, they ended up AI assisting the song. Um, John Lennon, um, you know, pretty much all of his stuff is enhanced. I think they got some sort of George Harrison track out of it. Um, Ringo Starr obviously sings on it. Paul sings on it. Pretty sure Ringo plays drums. Paul plays guitar or bass guitar. But man, it's not a bad song. It's honestly... Not bad, and like AI assisted, what you will. It's a good song. 
Um, I think it goes full circle. It's a very uh, sad song. So obviously it might not be uh, Tyler's favorite, but I fucking hate the Beatles. Wow, damn, that's crazy. I think, like, while when I say I think the Beatles are overrated, it's not that I'm discrediting everything they have done for music. But like what I say by that is we've come a lot further and I'm not going to waste my time listening to the Beatles who, yeah, they did it first, but they didn't do it best in my opinion. Uh, um, I'm definitely of the ilk that I go back and I've listened to music still from the sixties and I've listened to some. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. Um, I, I think if, um, you, you like emotion in your music, then the Beatles are definitely for you. That's fair. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know something. I just don't like the Beatles themselves. It's just like what it is. That's the the genre. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to the sixties, I like Motown. <laughs> and I'm like now that's a story. Where the fuck are the people doing fucking Motown music these days? Bring them back. I want boys the men. I want a boys the men band. Motown Philly back again. Tyler, they're all around, but they only play in churches and gay clubs. <laughs> That's fair. But I fucking like, like I in the sixties, like Motown and like more like the psychedelic stuff. You know what I mean? Like from the sixties. Sure. Yeah. No, that's but, fair, man. Um, the older I get, the more I lean into um, Springsteen, Stones, Beatles. I, I I was a big Beatles fan when I was a kid, like a teenager. So I can't say much about that. Love the Beatles. Like, I think that George Harrison is one of the more, most talented guitarists and songwriters ever. Um, what a sweetheart. Damn. Like, I, I, I will agree. I don't think music would be the way it is. You know what I mean? Right now, with it, they, they, they do bring a lot to where music went. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't want to discredit that. I just... They're just not for me. It's like, hey, but like that's the same thing. Like the Rolling Stones aren't for me. I don't really like Springsteen. I, I fucking hated the Stones for so many years, and um, maybe it's because I'm bored. Yeah. Um, like, don't make me listen to a Doors album, please. You don't like the Doors? I like some of the Doors, but see, I was a like... huge fan of the Doors when I was a teenager. Um, Jim Morrison, Robbie Krieger, and Ray Manzarek, I had a big fucking fascination for. And uh, older I get the more stupid I think the Doors are. I think that they're juvenile and not as talented as the other bands around them. Um, It's funny how things change, though, man. Like, I used to be obsessed with them. Yeah. Because they were cool. Yeah, they were, were what, the cool people. Yeah, it was was status quo cool to, like, the Doors. And, like, sure, yeah, the Doors have some really cool songs, like, you know, Riders on the Storm and shit like that. When the Music's Over is a really good song. There's, there's, like, and, and Jim Morrison can be a... A fascinating figure. Yes, he's a fascinating case study for like an artist, I guess, right? Um, but he's like to me. But he's the least talented of the Doors. But he's also like to me is too artsy fartsy for me. You know what I mean? Like yes, it's way too absolutely. artsy fartsy. You take yourself too seriously. You take your work too seriously. Like you need to take your work seriously, but like. Yeah. But he didn't even take it seriously enough because he was like drunk half the time. Like he was like. There's a there's footage of him doing the Soft Parade album and rehearsing it and trying to actually get his songs down and he's so pissed drunk during his takes that it takes fucking forever. Really? Yeah. Oh man. It, like it's like Lane Staley, but it's worse because he's drunk. At least with Lane Staley, you're like oh, he's gonna be there for four hours. 
Yeah, yeah we'll get them in four hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, with Jim, you're like, well, when's Jimbo going to be done and when are we going to get Jim? Like, it's... Yeah, but yeah, uh, fucking the doors are an anomaly, man. Like, I wish that there was like a, a less organic way to talk about these anomalies in music because, buddy, we'd be able to get some fucking content out of like just talking about something like this. Yeah. But the windows froze. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of figured. Tell us gonna get the hair dryer out. Yeah. So the Beatles released their last song. Must have been uh, in 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 tune with uh, that Peter Jackson documentary that came out last year. That's what I classify as the top news story there this year. There back you to you, Tyler Fudge. Uh, so, uh, well, back to me, back to me. I, I really don't what, have what, any... What's your honorable mentions this year? Well, that's the, uh, well, well, I will say, so, like, we, we did talk about uh, uh, one of them briefly, like, Chowson 2 by Chowson, their first album being self-titled. Chowson. Really great band. Uh, love the album covers. Um, band's really great. Lots of chanting. Um, yeah. Definite inspiration by pop. Oh, like, yeah, or, or like whoever inspired pop, the same inspirations for them. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I like Chowson's had two albums out. I imagine pop is one of the bands that they would. They have a playlist on Spotify for their inspirations, and pop's on there a lot. There you go. That makes a lot of sense. Songs that butter my egg roll. It would be the uh, the playlist name. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, I've never heard the first Chowson album. I just know that like. Did you ever listen to it? No. Okay. Uh, really good. It's um, not as polished, but um, Subaru is a really good song. I would listen yeah. to that one. That's yeah. like one of the more popular songs on it. It's really good. Yeah, no, it's it's like like do I do I foresee myself listening to Chowson forever? I don't know, but like it's oh. like when it came to twenty twenty three, this was one of the like albums that I did listen to, you know, and and did enjoy more. Dude, took um, a took a bit for me to fucking like that album, it, but yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing, and like they they are pop, but they're not as good. Like, it's, it's pop, but it's not. Yeah, but if you know you, I mean? yeah, but then you're like setting yourself up to just like always think like ah, but it's not as good. I know, but if but somebody like, sounds so much like pop, I just like I don't oh, know. dude. When when I heard slow burn, did, did you like do you you know which one I'm talking about? Slow burn? I maybe I don't know. It's one um like I the, the, for this album I don't know the names of the songs oh, like damn. I trust I can barely recite to you. I wouldn't be able to tell you the list of Blink One Twos one more time from like those things are gone. Like that was like that's something that I can't do anymore. I can remember from when I was a kid, but the new things, no, no, that's in and yeah, I'll, yeah. They got a song called "One More Time" on there. You know what that is? Yeah. What? Oh, it's weed. Well, it's it's also I think getting older. Short term memory loss though is really? smoking pot every day. <laughs> Dude, yes. I do the same. Yes. I do. I do the no, same. No, like, I agree. I'm, I'm agree. not like taking a shot at you. Like I experienced the same thing. Like my boss called me out today for uh, being like, you know, like you know, maybe maybe like uh, your lack of serotonin development because you smoke pot. Yeah, uh, is because like you know, like you're so negative, and I'm like. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's true, but like you didn't have to say yeah, it. Like, you didn't have to highlight it, dude. <laughs> Fuck. You could just say like you know if you took serotonin, maybe you'd feel better. Um, you know, like so. Other fucking ones. Uh, Australia stops by Coffin. Uh, the, the pretty good album. Yeah. Uh, 
my one of my real favorites like uh is lessons that we swear to keep by free throw i was i was waiting for you to put that one up because i thought that, that was going to be one of the ones you talked about it was it was if if you were going to take fiddler this was going to be one of them right okay um i was going to give you fiddler and uh, i knew that where i was going to talk the shit about it yeah. i don't know yeah. um maybe maybe military gun could have left the list but whatever who am i to say who am i to say whatever I guess I am the one to say. Yeah, free throw. I really like Spacer's choice. Uh, thanks for asking. These guys remind me a lot of Origami Angel. I was just gonna say, yeah, I actually even have that in my notes. But it's not a bad thing because Origami Angel had the one really good album. And Somewhere then they're City. not very good. And then what? What did they? Why did they like start changing that? I man? don't know, that man. Was so I good. don't know, but like Somewhere but City was fucking. Twenty twenty one. Origami Angel was my top listened to artist. It was one of mine too. And that album, like the album, came out in twenty nineteen. Like I, I caught yeah. on to them late. Same, same, same. You know, but that fucking Somewhere City album is very special. Like, uh, it's very good. Wow, man, it's like, very. good. I can't even name like the songs on there anymore. I mean, but Somewhere City. But what? There's one where it's like, oh my god, I feel this way that I used to feel watching Danny Phantom eating Happy Meals. Yeah, like it, it, there's, I wouldn't be able to tell you the name. Let me get it up on Spotify here. Hold on. Yes, uh, Origami Angel though they they were something special. Free Throw definitely holds that vein. It's like this uh, new wave of emo. I don't want to call it Midwest because they don't have the twangy. But it is quite Midwest though. Well, Midwest always has the. Well, okay, they do do it, but it's like more heavy and fast. So it's like Midwest emo has to be defined on the what is it? The arpeggios, like hammer-ons, like scales that they do. The boom. It's definitely a part of it. It's definitely a part of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's. Uh, 24 hour drive through 666 flags yes. say less uh, the title track that's the somewhere city song out of the somewhere city uh, skeleton key find your throne yeah it's, it's a fan 24 hour drive through was one of my favorites on that album I, I yeah. really like that song the air up in here that was a song I really liked. Yeah. Fuck, I love the that whole one, album man. in yeah. front of the back. I think is actually really fucking good. Yeah, makes me wish that we did Seven Deadly Spins. I think we did. Well, we did in 2019, but like I remember, like the first year we did this. This is the third one we, we did. 2019 like Seven Deadly Spins for Cody and Cambria, right? I don't know, but we the first one we did was 2020 for me and you. We've only done two, haven't we? Three. Really. I'm almost positive. Oh man, fuck! Jesus yeah, because there was Kenny Hoopla from one of mine la- uh, two years ago. And then it's fucking. Uh, oh, because turnstile. you're the one that instigated the 2020, 2021 one, right? Because you're the one that was like, "Oh, I'm back into music. We should do one." Well, like the, no, it was the, well, it was 2020 though. It was because 2021. Oh yeah, no, 2021, 2020. Yeah, 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 2021. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, I don't think we did one in 2020. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. 20, yeah. But this is the third episode, right? That's that's what I was saying. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No. You're right. Uh. But yeah. It's and and that's where it, I remember the Spotify because it was also the same year I signed back up for Spotify outside of iTunes, right? And I remember Origami Angel being on my big playlist at mm. the end of the year. Yeah. My 2021 playlist just peppered. Right, because this album is fantastic, and you are the one that got me into it. I can't 
think of anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I don't fucking hide my interest. And I, I definitely, if I hear anything that I think that you'd like, I definitely try and get you into it. If I, if, if, you know, as, as hard as possible, at least, right? <laughs> Without really just overbearing it, because, you know, no one wants anyone to push something on no, that hard, right? No, no, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, let's do I have, what else do I really have here? Um, there's the rest of what I really have is just like singles and shit. Like that's upcoming. Like I can't wait for the new alkaline trio because bad time is to me. Blood hair and eyeballs is a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this, this is building up to be in. You look at him and it's like, dude, this is Matt Skiba just doing what he wants to do. Yep. And it's so much better. Well, and this year I got into Alkaline Trio. Yeah. I, I didn't ever really like Alkaline Trio. Like Radio was a song that's always been on the back burner for me. But that's like Mercy a, Me. Mercy Me is a great song. Stupid Kid yeah. and like Radio is just like old old younger Travis scathingly fucking angsty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish you yeah, would like, take that radio to like, to the bath with you, Jude plugged Lott in and ready to fall. Abroad by Brand New. That, like yeah. like that man like that 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 that's that's alkaline trio's radio right there but like mercy me stupid kid like oh mercy me yeah like, yeah. I love that like what a great melody like he's he's got he's, he does like it's and, crazy but that's the best part of California Blinkweight too like uh, Kings of the Weekend and like they got the Mark bits where he's just doing his whoa whoa whoa's and like I can't wait for the weekend and then like. Matt just comes in, he's like, I can feel my head falling off my neck. And I'm like, okay, like, you're not Mark. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's not Tom. Tom would never do that. Yeah, but like, Matt, I... I, Matt, like, like, I, I like that album for I, Matt, you know? Like, I think Matt being in Blink-182 was good. You know what I mean? Like, he did well, you know what I mean? Like, doing the Tom stuff live and shit like that. Because it was, we, we went and seen them. It was a good show. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, it was a good show. It wasn't like, the... It wasn't the next one. No. Really. It wasn't what we saw in June. No, like that was, was much different and better. Uh, but like him with Alkaline Trio, though, and doing his stuff, mm-hmm. is, you can tell is like it hits different. You know what I mean? Like, bad, like, like there's a line of bad times just like... Uh, uh, it's a bad time, but I can talk or whatever. And he's just like, I'm being chased by Latin royalty and me and Bobby just ate shrooms. It's a bad time. Right. Like, Cause she calls as this is happening. It's just like, but I can talk. It was like, just that line, me and Bobby just ate shrooms. It's a bad time. I love it. Yeah. Like, love it. I, 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 um, I just like Matt a lot. Like, I, I just think that he's just like a super, like, identifiable dude like and that's what i look forward in music a lot like unconsciously um alkaline trio though fucking great band um i wish matt all the fucking success yeah in the next yeah. album because he deserves it did you hear the story about uh his one regret about the hurley shirts yeah the hurley shirt, the hurley did shirt you the see hat? the photo no i didn't he looks see so much like 2001 tom delong like it looks like a straight out of like uh, yeah. take off your pants and, what, and jackets. What did promise. Mark say to him? It was like uh, uh, you can go get changed or something like that or whatever. That you don't need to. He say he made something a something about to trying him. hard, yeah, looking yeah. like Tom. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Uh, and that's Tuna on Toast, though. Tuna on Toast. Shout oh, out yeah. to that fucking yeah, podcast. Was, was the, uh, Tom. Uh, with Tom, it was... No, no, but like uh, he used to be the, the, the host for that. He used to be on Croc. Um, oh, I you like K-Rock? Yeah, yeah, K-Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Croc. But they used to do the K-Rock almost acoustic Christmas. Oh, okay. Every year, and like Blink-22 was always on it, but the, he had a show opening... No, it's not opening Anthony. Like it, it, they had a big show on K Rock, and he was a big part of it. And Blink Two was always on K Rock. Yeah. Either way, either way. Uh, but the only other one I have, uh, I got really into uh, an Australian band, No Longer Kids, and and uh, what about that resurgence of fucking two thousand pop punk with some forty one having an album coming out. Green Day having an album coming out. Blink-22 has an album coming out. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, Green Day's tracks aren't too bad from what I've heard so far. Uh, Some 41 sound great. This is going to be their last album from what we can tell. Last tour, they're giving up. Um, Landmines is a total throwback some 41 song oh, in my opinion dude i think that the the band can't really do much wrong like they they're consistently good yeah uh yeah. another thing on that news thing man like this is no effects is last year yeah uh they're touring for their last year uh they're promising 40 cities in 40 days that is a big big ask it's crazy man um yeah big band finally calling it quits yeah. and so. they've been going hard though forever for- like, Every year, other than the year after he said that joke about the Las Vegas shootings live at Las Vegas, a block away. Wow. Yeah, it was, it's something about like, whoa, whoa, don't get shot here. Remember, it's like, really, isn't this just like really close to where that the guy killed all those people here? Oh, wow. And then, uh, yeah, it wasn't really taken very well. Yeah. And they had to just disappear for a year. And they just went to Europe and just played Europe for a year. But yeah, it was like them and Pennywise and, and, and shit like that. Just yeah. Bad religion, Pennywise, and no effects. Just toured Europe. Yeah, it just made big, just, just can't keep him down, man. Fat Mike, you're not keeping Fat Mike down. No, 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 man. That dude is always fucking going no matter what. And he's going to keep on going. Yeah. He's going to keep on going. Yeah, Fat Mike can seem him. like a dickhead, but like Fat Mike just seems like just the most jovial. He's got the punk rock museum. Yeah, like, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And he's got, like, this weird BDSM dungeon in his house, too. Yeah, he's a strange <laughs> dude. He's, he's, he's definitely got, got some quirks. Um, but, no, he just seems it just seems like a good dude. Uh, like, he kicked the dude in the face once at a show, like, five, six years ago. It was Doc Martens, right? Because he was touched him or something like that. And, or, when he found out it was a misunderstanding, he invited that guy backstage the next time they were there and let him wear a pair of Doc Martens and kick him in the dick. Oh my god. And what? They, they videotaped it or they took pictures of it or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, Solid dude. Good on him. <laughs> like that's a fucking mean fucking kick dude. That's wow. But yeah no that's really really all I got. Like no longer kids uh, they've only got like four, four songs out but uh Surprise I, I, me, I don't think this is on your list. It's not. No, this was a, a new one. This new they had a new song come out like a couple weeks ago, and it made me go down their discography. And there's only like four songs. So it was really easy, uh, but like they, they're an Australian band. Uh, I don't know. Just, I don't know who to explain to them. I'll show you the song when we're done. But yeah, yeah. What about yours? 
All right, my honorable mentions for 2023. Heart Attack Man's Freaking Nature. Great uh, album. Yeah, really good album, man. Uh, this is one of the ones that I thought you would have up higher, honestly. It, it was uh, between Military Gun and Heart Attack Man. Um, I would say, like, Shit Kid might sound like a fucking weird one to choose, but the, sh- the, the Fish album was big for me, and then redoing it I thought was just, like, nostalgic, mm. right? So... For me, it had to be there. Heart Attack Man's Freak and Nature, man. I don't think there is a bad fucking song on the no, album. That's fair. That's uh, fair. I think it's pretty fucking solid, but if it wasn't for the fucking cringe content of the songs, I probably well, would have it that higher. Is, yeah. The dude is a positive edgelord, and yeah. it is definitely the one downside to the band because the dude has no vices. He doesn't smoke weed. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't drink. So, obviously, he's obsessed with guns and killing and stuff like that. Yeah. So, therefore, you are not officially on my list, but That's motherfucker, fair. your songs that are great. Fair. The Freaking Nature video it reminds me of FIFA for the Flavor by Hot Action Cop. If there was ever a video... I don't that think I've ever seen the video. Like, I love Freaking Nature. I think that song is the, fucking... Him like, singing, that is the standout on that album. Him singing in the zit is like the funniest visual in my life. Um, I love it. And I do love this band. I, I, I've loved this band since 2019 when I heard um, the Ultra Blood album. They had a, they had a EP that came out a while in the back, uh, uh, like two years ago. That was really good. This album continues that really solid trend of just like lit inspired. Lit. Oh. Lit inspired. Like, oh, lit the, the band, band lit. Um, music. Meant, like, and lit that's not music. even like a solid inspiration, but. Hey, you know what it is, is pretty good. and they ended up being better than Lit. You're, you're right, though. It is quite... Like, it's a little bit heavier than Lit. You know what I mean? Less polished than Lit, but... Yeah, yeah. It's like, like yeah. Yeah. My next uh, re- honorable mention would be Paramours. This is why. Really uh, like dude, this album. I didn't listen to it until you were just like... Because, like, Freaking Nature, it was funny because, like, I turned it on one day. And you're like, you listen to Freaking Nature? like... I did. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, really?" Um, but uh, I was driving to Edmonton, listening, going to see Blink. Is what it was. And you turned on Freaking Nature, and I was like, "Yeah, this fucking song's great." Um, but no, you got me to listen to Paramore. This is why, and I'm glad you did. Really I'm good album, man. Um, the title track really interesting. Like, uh, I like the vibe to it. I, I like the vibe of New Paramore, um, especially now that they've got the the core back together. It's not entirely the uh, the original lineup which you know I mean, there's a, there's ever winding and, fucking and like fly of guys as you as you heard earlier tyler was a big fan of paramore back in like 2006 2007 oh, dude, and, like there was a guitarist that was only there for like two-thirds of that album yeah yeah and you got to understand like how young i was and how impressionable i was to hear paramore Kobe and cambria motion city soundtrack and all of that kind of stuff it sticks with you right yeah and to this yeah. day i still like all three bands so yeah. I heard this is why, and I'm like, this is why the news, yeah. the, the news is just a fucking great song. Yeah. And it, I, it, it, it is. It really is. Really, really good fucking song. And uh, as cringe as I find Haley Williams on the outside, outside of the band, and how she has the worst fucking takes, like dog shit fucking takes, um, the band's good. And I'll never shame a person's art. For the fucking bullshit that they say outside of it. 
No, that's fair. That's fair. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, running out of time. Say uh, uh, or whatever the fuck it is. Say come see. Say come Whatever the fuck that thing is. I I thought those two were fucking great too. Like really really good album. Yeah, I will say. Uh, how about them fucking just like clearing up the social media and radio silent now for like two weeks now or whatever. Oh really? Oh yeah, they've like deactivated all the social media. What for? Their their websites down. What, uh, they, what happened? The rumor that I like, of course, people think is like, well, Paramore broke up. You know, what I mean? oh, it's like yeah. everybody's always leaving and coming back and leaving, and it was, it's barely. You know what I mean? It's, it's a fraction of what it once was. I really feel like she's got Amy Lee syndrome. Could be. Could very well. She could be very hard to work with. You know I mean, like, who knows? Um, I mean, she got a great voice, so like, I guess you know that's you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't yeah. deny the art behind someone's being someone being a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I, I will never do that. Brand new. I I love the band so much. What a piece of garbage, though. Like, yeah. like, like, dude, Deja and Two, fantastic album. Yeah, and even the last one. Like, the last one is a big one for me. Like, the last album they put out, and it's like, damn. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. You had the perfect ending, and you ruined it. Uh, yeah, whatever, right? Oh, yeah, because they did call it quits after the album, right? They were going to... They had to. Well, they were going to do the 20 years, or 18 years. You can't stay stay 18 forever. Yeah. They are going to quit at 18 years because of that Jude Law and semester, like, yeah. and we'll stay 18 forever, and we'll wish this never. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was going to be the thing. In 2018, they were going to end. Yeah. And then 2017, Science Fiction came out. They are going to do a final tour. Like, the year before that, they headlined MSG, and fucking, oh, wow. like, it was big, man. Like, like, I didn't like Daisy when it came out. Oh, I love that. And then uh, the, the Jesus Christ album. It, it, that one's good. That was I, I think it's really good band. Like fucking Jesus Christ, to me, man. For me, uh, there are three albums. That's the, for me. I like everything they put out. Like, I, that's, I like that's everything that jam. they put out. Like, I find they changed too much. I think that's what's and good they, about. But it. like they went into a realm that it's just it wasn't for me. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark. There's nothing uplifting about what Dark Brand no. New put out. No. Um, I think their first album, your favorite weapon. Yeah. And. The last album are my favorites, and okay, I get and I get um, Deja and Tendu. That's is where great. I came. That's when I started. The listening album to is it. awesome, yeah. but there's just something about the first and the last, and I think it's the contrast. Oh yeah, I, I can see that. Like yeah. they're so different, but usually when a band changes that much, I hate it. But this band changed 180 degrees, and I think it was better. Yeah. Um, like I'll always like Coe and Cambria. I don't know where they've gone. I don't like where they've gone. No, though. man. Like that's a band where it's like I I'm not digging it. No, um, no. But uh, anyways, like that was a big honorable mention for me. Paramore. Next up, Queens of the Stone Age and Times New Roman. Um, Queens of the Stone Age, just uh, all timer for me. Um, they haven't put out an album since 2018, and you know probably we would have talked about this band had it not been for that. But you know what? He's had a long go of it. He's had a divorce. He's had he's had fucking cancer. And you know what? I really think that it took a little bit out of his sales. I don't think he put out a all time great album in twenty twenty three. I listened to it. It's a it's a Queens of the Stone Age album. It's good. It's good. There there are songs on there that I really love. What the People says, I'd put on any day of the week. Uh, Emotional sickness took a long time for me to like it. 
but I love it now. The Carnivore, fucking great. Um, in general, this album is very good. If you like Queens of the Stone Age, you're going to find something you like about it. And yeah. that's yeah. pretty much all there is to it. It's one of those bands. It's like a, it's a lifer band. I find like you like them or you hate them or you just like no one knows. <laughs> like, and, and like, I mean, I won't fault you if you say no one knows is that your favorite because it is mine. Um, but like, it's a great song. No, I mean like the album. Sorry. Songs for the Death. Songs for death. the Death is amazing. It's, it, it's that their album best album. Is, yes. Yeah. Yeah, like I, it is their best album. But where they've gone, I mean, like they're, they're, they're Josh Hame is the coolest dude. You know what I mean? Like, I watched him get interviewed by an eleven-year-old kid, and yeah. he was so nice to this eleven-year-old kid. And this kid was asking him about Caius and all this kind of shit. And I'm like <laughs> impressed by the kid. Um, I will um, <laughs> now that I just thought about it for a moment. Like clockwork is one, yeah. almost uh, it's a tie almost what's like, the other one Volgar- um, Era Volgaris, Era Volgaris. Mm, love that album yeah. so much man I love that album so much um, like as you can see like we both like really like Queens of the Stone Age but I don't think that they put out their best work this year but with that being said they definitely hit my honorable mentions yeah. uh, Fucked Ups One Day yeah. they all recorded their parts in one day collectively I think it's a great album. We saw I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's called that. Okay. Um, they, you know, this was the first live concert I saw post COVID. Oh yeah. So to me, really great show. Meeting Damien Abraham once again, talking to him. Um, that's not. Oh even, yeah, yeah, yeah. You went the yeah, yeah. Me and Daniel just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back. we did it beforehand. I want to do it again, full circle. It, it was fun. Um. But other than that, like more than that, the music is really good. Like one day found, I think I'm weird. I think I might be weird. Yeah. Um, I was fascinated with. I think I might be weird for a long time. It was a really good song. It's quirky. Yeah. Um, Great the music quirky. video. Yeah, and uh, Cicada done by the, the guitarist Mike Halichuk. Really great song. I like his work in the band and uh, his continued work um, taking um, the, the the vocal load off of Damien Abraham. So I, I really, uh, really wanted to make sure that that one got on yeah. the list, as well as um, a couple. I'm just gonna shoot off. Dirty Nils, Free Reign to Passions. Love yeah. Dirty Nils. They've gotten heavier. Yeah, they 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 like their thrash now. Yeah. Uh, their album Fuck Art in 2020 was amazing. It would have yeah. been my 2020 album of the year if we did a Seven Deadly Spins. Graveyard Six. Graveyard, very good bluesy I, Swedish band. You you sent me this, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I can't read what that is. It's like Graveyard. See, I like, I was like, I, I'll you know, what? you know, what? this is not going to be on this thing because I I knew like there's so many that was there that I've already listened to. And I yeah. was like, okay, so Heart Attack Man's going to be talked about about spiritual camp and fucking. Really so. Yeah, I like Graveyard a lot. Like eleven years ago, uh, Graveyard really good. Really, sweet. they're like a really old. Like, uh, well, they put their first album out in two thousand six. Then they put a really uh, critically acclaimed album out called Hissingen Blues out in twenty eleven. Uh, then in twenty twelve, they put out the Slow Motion Countdown. No, uh, okay, whatever. Whatever album that they put out in twenty twelve um, was amazing. It was their best work. And they went downhill from there. They took a hiatus and put out this. Uh, it's not their best work. That's all I'll say. Ah, uh, all right. Lana Del Rey's. There's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. 
Uh, I really like this album this year. I never listened to Alana Del Rey prior to this other than like the shit that would have been on the radio, like West Coast and um, uh, Sometimes Sadness. So I had nothing to really base it off of other than the fact that I do like West Coast a lot. Um, West Coast is the band that, remember I was saying the... the, Best uh, Coast is the band. Best Coast. Best Coast is the band that you're talking about. Bethany Bethany Constantino, man. Like I've followed her on Twitter for years. She's funny. Um, Lana Del Rey, though, she is not funny. No. Uh, pretty fucking serious woman. Uh, A&W came out, and I really never gave this woman a chance. Um, I listened to A&W. I thought that the song was really fucking, I don't know, like, advantageous, a little out there. Uh, it challenged me a little bit. I don't know. So I listened to it, really liked it, took a shot on this album. It's a really long album, but I think that 50% of it is... Really interesting to listen to and really fucking dug it. So just really wanted to honorably mention that. Much like the Mitski album last year I mentioned, um, this would be my uh, my token pop R&B album that I'd put on there. My next one would be Portugal the Man's Chris Black Changed My Life. Love Portugal the Man. Love this album. Love their sound. I think they're so good. They should be, they should be so popular. They're underrated. Uh... Asking for a ride, White Reaper. Pink, Pink Slip's like number five on my what a good most album. listened to. Like, like what, the direction that they took on their sound this year was yeah. much better than that last album that they put out. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I tell you this with utmost certainty: there is no song in the world this year that I heard more than Pink Slip. Okay, I don't care what Spotify tells me. I listen to. I don't care if Spotify tells me more than you know is my top listened to song by Blink Two. NHL, right? Uh, MLB the Show, right? It was my home run song when I'd hit a home run. It was like "Girl, I'm so slow," and fucking, I listened to it over and over. And I, I fucking believe them when they grow up so slow. I fucking love that song, dude. Yeah, I, I, man, we have both. Loved White Reaper from yeah. that um, from that album, um, All uh, American, All American, uh, All, greatest All American band, Great, or something, something like that. that. Greatest American band, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good album back in 2017, 2016, and uh, they put out uh, another album that wasn't so hot. But yeah, I've liked them since about their second album. Man, like these guys are awesome, and I'm so happy that they kindly came back to this like raw sound. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I thought there wasn't really a bad song on this album. Like Crawl Space was really good. Funny Farm was great. Pink Slip, amazing. You know, like I didn't really think that there was a bad song, but those were definitely the highlights. <sighs> Quickly, just going to say it. Jeff Rosenstock, he put out an album, a couple good songs. It's, it's it. a Jeff Rosenstock album. Yeah. And uh, this is Crime Way by the Co-Defendants. Fat Mike's new band. Thought it was really interesting. Is that what that is? Fat Mike's new band? Yeah, it's it's like R and B. It's like fucking hip hop almost, man. It's so fucking strange. Uh, and like I, I would honestly I'll highly, have to, I'll have to go and check it out. I, I would highly recommend this album to anyone because it is. I, I think it's. I think it could be almost for anyone. That's fair. That's it's fair. really good. Like, it it might be some of his best work. If you go and you take Cokie the Clown and then go to the co-defendants, that's like peak Fat Mike. 
You know what I mean? Like Koki, you know Koki. Yes, I do. Yeah, and then like this is like what a vast difference. Absolutely, a clown that's on coke and drunk and well, talks about killing his mother. Well, just think about <laughs> in like sl- like not fast tempo, but like slow tempo <clears throat> hip hop songs. Yeah. All of a sudden, Matt Fat Mike has a verse, and you're like, "What in the fuck am yeah. I hearing right Where now?" Where am I? Yeah, so that's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. There you go. You know what? That's all I got, man. There you go. That's there all you I go. got. Uh, I I also ended up uh, really enjoying. Um, the the new stuff that uh, Cosmic Joke came out with. Yes, uh, I checked them out. Good band. They are, yeah. yeah. The Linda Lindas. I mean, like they were always fun. been a gimmick gam- band, uh, technically, but like they're they're a fun band. And uh, you know, if you ever want some music while you're cleaning, turn on uh, uh, Rizoma by Austin TV and just like just sultry fucking bluesy jams. I listen to them when I'm at work uh, doing, like, uh, computer work on menus and shit like that. Yeah, and if you want visualization, they all wear lucha masks, and it's fucking great. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's all my honorable mentions. Cool. All right, well, uh, I got one last news story, Tyler. There we go. And it's going to segue us into our number one okay. album of the year. I don't know if anyone can tell what the, what the album of the year is going to be. Jeez. Um, the number one story of the year is that aliens exist, <laughs> and Tom DeLonge was right. Yeah, and yeah. Tom DeLonge hashtag Tom was right was referenced in the official congressional hearings on the UAP briefing back in the summer of 2023. Yeah. And then he released a slew of shirts with Tom was right on it that sold tremendously well for himself and he's making a lot of money off of them but the number one album this year is blink 182's one more time they didn't announce his name right supposed to be tom delonge i thought they said tom delong no it's tom delonge oh that's a urethra chronicles 2 joke oh it's like my name people call me tom delong but the those people are stupid it's actually pronounced tom delonge and just oh should i go for you uh, but anyways, yeah, Blink Twenty Two is one more time. I mean, like, I, I, like, I've, I've been fairly critical over some of like the stuff that Blink Twenty Two has done over the last like ten years. You were incredibly apprehensive towards yes. what this album yes. was going to be like. I've been told by this same band this same shit before. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. And I understand. It, it's a right. lover scorned. Yeah. Your yeah. favorite band has done you fucking dirty they, they, in the past. Yes, they did me dirty in the past. Like, they said Neighborhoods was going to be the, the best thing they've ever done. And I was like, no, this is Angels and Airwaves Light. But and Neighborhoods is really good. It's good, <laughs> but it's the to me, it's below uh, Dude Ranch. Like, 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 yeah, but Dude Ranch your, is really good. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, but like, if you're this far in the game. You shouldn't be lower than your fucking sophomore fucking LP. Sure, sure, you know sure, I mean? like, sure, sure. Tom hasn't even learned how to sing yet. He's still like, talk to you every now and then. Right? Like, it's just. Because she's better on the bed. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, wasn't, <coughs> it's a completely different Tom DeLong. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get it, even if she falls. Yeah, so it was like you know, fucking Snake Charmer. I love Snake fucking Charmer. I, I fucking that love that song. I think it's fucking tremendous, man. But no, um, this this out. Al- but like, still, this album 
really surprised me. Um, the songs that they were releasing, building up to it, like uh, uh, they didn't uh, get you until more than you know came out. Well, like edging, I was like, yeah, okay, this is cool. It's fun. It's fun. Well, like I was talking to Adam, and, and he was like, yeah, but like this ain't like the greatest in the world. Like they're saying it is. I was like, no, you're right. It's not. Like this ain't the, the best we've ever been. Uh, it was, but it was fun. But like more than you know, it was just like, oh shit, they got that double kick pedal, eh? Like <laughs> they did something different after yeah. all that time. Travis did a fucking double kick pedal, yeah. And not to mention like, and it fucking, you know, like Tom's giving it his all, yeah. and Mark's got tremendous lyrics in the song. Yeah, it, it kind of had everything, you know, in, in a way. Oh yeah, I I, I enjoy. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say like every song on this album. Oh, I'm just talking about more than you know. Like more yeah, than you yeah. know. Like encapsulated like a lot of things. That, like like it was like a total package of a yes, song. Yes, right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I thought you were making a more broader statement. No. 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 That was like My just apologies. just like when more than you know comes out in July or like whatever it was. Like it was after the yeah. show that we saw and we're like. Wow, it is like that's great. something else. That's like a great tune. Good song. Like yeah. man. Like dance Tom, with me. I think Dance With Me is the best single that they put out out of them all. Like, what a, what a fucking track, dude. It, the, the video. The fucking so video. Fun. Yeah. Um, is Blink-182 being Blink-182 is what it, what it really see, is. See, I think the thing about Blink-182 that, that I think uh, means the most is that, like, I, 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 I talk a lot about the, uh, the emotion of the band and identification. I just remember being a fan of Blink-182 when I was like, when I was young. When I was like yeah. really young and like I'm sure that you can probably see where I'm going with this but it's like the Urethra Chronicles and it's the boys. Like these guys are best friends and yeah. watching them be best friends and knowing that like what they're playing like watching these music videos and you're like this is the best music video out there. These, <laughs> this is the best. Yeah. This is one of the best bands out there. <laughs> That's why I liked Blink-182 so much as a kid because they were just fun. They're, they're really fun, fun, and you can tell that they're having fun. Yeah. And you know what? They don't take themselves seriously. They are they have, like, a, a all-encompassing thing where, like, Tom's really serious about his music. Mark's really serious. Travis is really serious. But you know what? Like, they all poke fun at each other, and then they can also be vulnerable. They can all have the emotional song. Yeah. Like, you know, like, all their best albums have that whole total package, and so did this one. But like dance with me is just like the best part of like May two for me. It's when they don't take themselves seriously. Yeah, they're having fun. Yeah, yeah, and and there's 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 a lot of highlights for this album. Uh, like like starting off the album with Anthem Part Three. Um, it's it's a great. I mean, if it's the ending of the Anthem series of songs for Blink-182, it's, it's, it's a great ending. It, it wasn't even meant to be Anthem. No, they, no. It it's was just, the guy heard the riff and was like, that sounds like Anthem Part 2. And, so, and just named it Anthem Part 3. It's pretty dope, eh? Yeah. 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 yeah that guy's been around doing a bunch of interviews. And he, he definitely spilled a lot of beans about uh, a lot of things that the fans were getting wrong. Because in this day and age, you know, there's... More theories than actual truth, yeah. so like yeah. you can't really yeah. ju- you can't really figure out what the truth is. But Aaron Rubin is the guy that we're yes. talking about here, and he cleared up uh, lyrical misconceptions. Like a lot of people were like shitting on the lyrical content because the the album released full of fucking typos in the album sleeve jacket okay. for, the, for the lyrics, and everyone's like, "What in the fuck are these lyrics?" Yeah, like well, why is all of this like mispronounced and like all like is this like translated from like another language or something <laughs> like? But it was uh, 
it was Tom's songs, like Terrified. Terrified has some weird lyric discrepancies, and Turpentine had some weird lyric yeah. discrepancies and stuff like that, right? But uh, Aaron Rubin, uh, Tom's guy, he's Tom's producer. You know, yeah. like he worked with him on Angels and Airwaves. He worked with him on 2021's... Um, Everything. Yeah, Whatever Tom yeah, does, man. I saw Blink-182, um, Aaron Rubin's a part of it. So he comes along and works with this and like... I think the work is astounding in that regard. I think the production is a little loud. I think it should be a little bit more yeah. guitar heavy. Like I think they need to dial it down yeah. on, the, on everything else. I was actually going to ask you. That was one of the things I wanted to bring up because like there is that big discussion about the mixing. So issues. the YouTube mixes. And, like, there are YouTube mixes out there that are fantastic. They sound way better. And uh, I think um, if you can't hear Tom's parts in his guitar, that's a big problem. Yeah, um, I'm not. It's not Travis's problem that he produced the album, and this is the way it sounds. Because he, he didn't mix it. He didn't mix it. That's the thing. And a lot of people are shitting on Travis yeah. for this sound. Yeah, and he it's didn't not mix his it. fucking he just, problem. He man. just produced it. He wasn't you know what? Mixing it. Maybe we could have done without the the shitty chorus. You don't know what you got, <laughs> but man. but like you know, like Travis did a fine job, and I'm not going to say anything bad about that. Yeah, uh, like them giving that song so much credit. You don't know what you got is is a fucking farce. I do not like that song at all. <laughs> I uh, like it based off of Mark's shit. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, but no, like... Oh, fuck, that scared the shit out of me. Uh, uh, also, Turpentine. <laughs> Turpentine. However you want to pronounce it. Uh, fantastic. One of the highlights of that album. Um, and it would critically be the most popular song on the album, I would say. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, you could be right about that. You know, they, they a lot of people do talk about. Uh, I know the Blink Me Reddit's always highly acclaimed that people love Turpentine. Yeah, Turpentine. Yeah, <laughs> however you want to say it. Oh, fuck. It says it says both <laughs> of them in there. So, um, there is also the uh, the misguided boxcar racer song. <laughs> terrified. Okay, terrified that wasn't is... actually an old boxcar racer song. It's a song that him and Travis worked on because they were going to make a new boxcar racer song. And Tom says this in the Tune on a Toast interview yeah. back in like 2019. He yeah. says, me and yeah. Travis worked on a song and it sounds like boxcar racer. Yeah, it was terrified. Yeah. And yeah. everybody thought this was Dance With Me, which is funny because there's another song called Dance With Me. Because for months I'm telling you, yeah. I'm like, everyone thinks this Dance With Me it's song is out. terrified. And yeah. I play the live song and it's like. It's so distorted. You can barely hear it. And like you can hear it and you're like, that's definitely a boxcar racer yeah. song. I've never heard it before. And like to me, I'm like, I hear it and I'm like, well, I'm excited to see what this is going to be. Like, yeah. what is this going to be? Like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Boxcar Racer is Tom's best project. It's Tom's best work. Yeah. Like, besides yeah. for Untitled. Well, I mean, yeah, with like, Tom all by himself, it's his best work, for sure. Anyways. Like, I, would, I would put it in my top three of any <laughs> Blink-182-centric album. Like, including, like, Blink-182 albums as well. Boxcar Racers, three, for sure. It's a go-to album. It, it, there's it's not a bad song no. on Boxcar no, Racer. No, it really isn't. Um, yeah, Terrified, though, it it's one of the highlights for me. Uh, I go back to Terrified, and it still makes me excited. Yep. Uh, just like Anthem Part 3, uh, Turpentine. And uh, it's a big album, though, Tyler. It's a robust There is album. 19 songs on it or and something like that. And there's a couple that. short ones. Um, out of the yeah. short songs, I would say... Uh, I like them both, but like... Turn This Off is the best Turn one. Turn This Off is the best it's one. funny. Like, the other one is, what, is Travis and, uh, and, Tim, and Armstrong. Tim Armstrong. It's Fuckface, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's it's cool, but it's, it's not. It's not a Blink One Eight Two song. No, no. And then you would also have a. <clears throat> you would also have "Fell in Love," which would be, um, a it's, controversial it's, song. It's 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 there for its reasons. It's not my favorite song on the album, but it grew on you though. It grew on me. I like the song, but like it, it's still, it's not gonna like. I'm gonna if I only got fifteen minutes, I'm listening to Turpentine. Terrified more than you know in Anthem Part Three. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe. Uh, what's the what's the fucking one of the new ones? Oh yeah. Well, well, we'll more on that in a moment here. We can we can talk about that as well. But um, you know, one more time also came out the song that 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 had a music video. Yeah. I would say that that is probably the weakest song on the album. Yeah, for sure. You know, like it's just a different vibe. It's fucking sad and sappy. Well, you know what? No, that that's a lie for me. The weakest song in the album for me is uh, "Childhood." I do not like "Childhood." Right? Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so after one more time, we got more than you know, which we talked about. Turn this off would be one of the short ones. Pretty funny, you know. Mark and Tom both have a bit. Pretty funny. I all in all. Uh, when we were young, I'm a huge fan of. I think it's one of the stronger songs on the album. I think a lot of people have discrepancies because it's so close to the when I was, when young. I was young. But I get it. But I really think really catchy in the end. Um, you got anything to say about it? No, no. no. Like like Blink Wave because you talked the other ones. Yeah, yeah. So Blink uh, Wave is really good. Yeah, it's, it's like, one it's of the like stronger songs. Another in the always album. song. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's like kind of in the vein of great always. Tom Tom course. Yeah. Um, great. Great all around like uh, rhythm, I would say. Like uh, the the synth and um, just the melodies that Mark is laying down, I, I, it's really fucking strong. But it's very akin to always. You you are absolutely right. Yeah, like the, this is where I start to fall off. Really, like, bad news. It's fine. See, bad news is one of my more strong songs on yeah, the album. No, I think bad news me. is really good. I, I um, the whole vibe of the song. It's like I don't think. Uh, you know, Mark was giving us something different when Tom was gone. He was giving us um, teen, like, can't wait for the weekend. Yeah, like, my lo- my shit. You know, like, yeah. and I, I didn't mind Still it. Still making music for the kids. Being 45 years old, making music for the kids. But at the same time, like, Mark is a married man, and he can still write decent lyrics that could be not... Um, disingenuine, right? Um, bad news is like that. I would say, like, this could be actually a song that Tom wrote, which I think Tom actually wrote. Bad news. I wouldn't be able to tell you. But I think, um, you know, a lot of people think that uh, it's about Tom's divorce. Like, so yeah, that's just the thing. I, I think it's a good song. It's nice, fast, and like right to the fucking, you know, I don't know, straight yeah. to the punch. Hurt interlude, whatever. Um, love it. Oh, love I, it. it, it it's, to me, is no. It's I don't know. It's not my thing. Uh, Turpentine, fuckface. Other side, I fucking love other side. I think other side's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I think it's pretty weak. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty weak. Yeah, I know we've had. But this as, as you before. can tell, this is the yeah. diff- This is the difference, right? Like, I, I <laughs> this is the mark that I like. Like, we got a we right, got a like, one minute and twenty two song, a twenty two second <laughs> song. Hurt interlude that I think is like actually like. Strong as hell. I love it. It's like the Fallen Interlude. I love when Blink's doing this. I like this. Falling Interlude, but I just, that one, I just, yeah. It yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's just the differences, right? Um, yeah. Cut Me Off, though, was fucking tremendous, and that's one of the newer ones. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Blink would, 
re-release the album as a digital exclusive uh, just mere like weeks after the actual album released, and they would put two exclusive songs on yeah. there, uh, which was a really kind of cool goodwill to the the fan base, I would say. Although they did re-release it on Spotify like well, the next day, you had to pay for it first, which was a problem, and then they put it all on Spotify after yeah. making everyone pay for it because the fucking system got flooded and no one actually got the album. Yeah. You know, like that that's actually what happened, so That's fair. Well, yeah, you remember I'm, I'm that sure night? It was also a ploy to uh to get number 1. Yes, it was, but yeah. they wouldn't have released it on Spotify the day after had no. that not have happened, right? No. You remember when Yeah, you couldn't listen to it. Well, I I got the email and everything. Yeah. They were saying that it, they the fucking server went down. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, no, cut me off. I thought was you know good. Is to me the stronger of the two of the better the better ones. Two of the digital exclusive songs. Um, see you. I thought was you know yeah. Anything to say about see you? I thought it was fine. I I think they're both strong songs. I think they have two different vibes. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, totally night and day. You know, um, See You is, uh, I find it's a song that fits like, a, it's a neighborhood's vibe a lot uh, more so. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like uh, Angels and Airways because I find it's got a, a very blink, it's got a Travis sound to it, I would say, on the drums. Coming off, though, first use of the uh, of the cowbell in Blink-182. Uh, really catchy song. Yeah, there's a cowbell part. No, but I'm wondering if it's the first one. That's what Travis said. Is it? Yeah, okay, fair that's enough. what Travis said. Fair enough. I tend to. Hopefully, think. I mean, I'm sure he's truth. probably right. I just, I was like, is there though? Yeah, so that's what he said, and uh, it, fun song in general. Um, yeah, fucking 19 songs, man. I, all in all, I would say, if you're releasing 19 songs and it's Blink 182 in 2023, I think overall they fucking delivered. Yeah, no, like, I do think that there's something to be said that, you know, if they released a 12 to 13 song album, I think it would be beneficial of it, just because that would just be like a more compact one, and then you can sell a fucking bonus, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Or you can put it on an EP, like, six months later to yeah. keep the momentum going. Exactly, yeah, yeah, maybe you'd have something great to put on that you know two I mean? more times <laughs> yeah like you know instead of one more time you got two, two more, more times <laughs> but yeah like i i think that would have helped it a bit because like the album while i do very much well enjoy it there are about five songs where i can just be like yeah but like it might be a good definite skip when i go like i like the song like i like see you I like bad news. Yeah. But I'm not always going to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like Blink Wave hovers in the middle. Yeah. That's right. Fair. Like, like, like it's, it's most of the times I won't skip it, but you know, I might, you know, where I'm not going to skip more than, you know, I just won't. I, thir- I thoroughly enjoy the, the diversity in the album and I tend to uh, listen to the album and only skip one more time. I usually skip one more time. So yeah. the fact that and I... edging. I usually skip edging, too. Yeah, okay. So the fact that I listened to <coughs> 17 songs out of this album, yeah. more often than not, for, I would say is a definite number fucking one. Yeah. For sure, yeah. man. And not to mention the hype around it. 
the hype was big. The Zane Lowe interview, the 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 release, like it, it, the the momentum of this album was huge. The live show in June, yeah, man, it it, it was all in all it just was. like Blink's yeah. year here, man. Just just a fucking solid year for well, them. Well, yeah, like Blink, Green Day, you know, Sum Forty One, all you know, making twenty twenty three their bitch basically. Yeah, but Blink more than any of Blink them. Blink is the bigger one, but like Green Day, you can't deny Green Day. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm not saying that I like their album. Like I'm, I, Green Day now is not really my jam, but like Green Day's always had that like, one little edge up. You know what I mean? When they get big, when Blink-22 does a big album, Green Day does one that's just a little bit bigger. You know, American Idiot is huge. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. Oh yeah. So like, like, you never know what this one's is. not going to be. It no, not no, not I even close. So. I don't think so either. Not even fucking close. But like, Green Day will get. Yeah, you mainstream. want you want to give me a fucking twenty five minute medley on Boulevard of Broken Dreams? Like, fucking bring it oh, on! Yeah, like, let, no, let, let's see it. Let's see that twenty five fucking no minute medley. Interest. No interest in seeing Green Day. Come on, Billy Joel. Days. Come on, bring your son up. Let's hear some Ultra Q. I'd yeah, rather see I'd that. Ra- I'd rather see Ultra Q. Yeah. Yeah. If if they, he had his son opening for him with Ultra Q, I'd go see Green Day. And that's not saying anything, but I, I I do enjoy a lot of Green Day, like a lot of Green Day. But like I don't want to go see Green Day, the jam band. You know <laughs> it's my I mean? only like, gripe. I I really would like to see them, but I just hear so much about this that I'm like, oh my god, what? Like why are they jamming? Yeah, like no, no, like let's let's hear like nineteen w- songs. Let's not hear twelve. Yes, I don't want to hear American Idiot plus a couple songs from fucking Dookie. You know what I mean? Like I want to hear Walking Contradiction. Yeah, well, good luck on that. I know, though, right? Like, yeah, good luck. Like I, I would. That's like, like Green Day's Dark Era. I'd, right I'd want to see like fucking Hitching a Ride. Cause, like Hitching a Ride to me is the greatest Green Day song ever written. Hitching a Ride and the Grouch, man. I love those yeah. two songs so much. Yeah. Like, well, I guess Nimrod, Nimrod just in general, the, yeah. yeah. Nimrod and Dookie are two fantastic albums. Uh, Warning's good, too. Warning's really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. I, I, I think agree. Warning is actually stronger than Dookie, in, in, my, really? in my opinion. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just, yeah, Armitage Shanks and, like, all this kind of stuff, man. It's, it's uh, uh, that's what Walking Contradiction is on, and, as a matter of fact. Is it on... Warning? Warning, I, I yeah. thought it was on that uh, Insomniac or whatever. Fucking Jesus. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. What? Oh, I'm thinking of Brain Stew, man. Brain, uh, That's what I'm thinking no, of. No, Brain Stew's on Dookie. No, yeah, it is. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, I could be wrong. Oh, no, Brain, brain Stew's on... In, 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 uh, well, I'm thinking of Insomniac. No, I'm thinking of Insomniac. Yeah, That's the album in between... You're not thinking of Nimrod. In between Dookie and Nimrod, yeah. I'm thinking of Insomniac. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not thinking of... Because Warning is like... Warning, live without warning. Yeah, sorry, no, I'm thinking of Insomniac. That's the album I'm thinking of. Jesus yeah. Christ. Whoop. Whoop, 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 whoop. I was, was going to say, like, all these signs that you're saying are really good. Are not on fucking. They're all on fucking insomniac. Oh, <laughs> oh you stupid idiot! That's okay. We weren't prepared to talk about Green Day. We weren't. That was just a little extra bonus. Uh, but do you have anything else to say? No, I don't, Tyler. Um, that concludes another year for Seven Deadly Spins. Uh, want to thank everyone for listening, and be sure to check out the 2023 blend of Seven Deadly Spins on Spotify. It is. W- 
you know, it should be public. Mm-hmm. I'll have a public by the time this airs. And uh, yeah, I mean, Tyler, you can add to that shit if you want to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I've already added a few songs that are on I'm, your thing. So that's fair. That's fair. I'm really high, and uh, Tyler's really stoned. I, my mouth is really dry because I ran out of water like 20 minutes ago. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm gonna you know leave us off with you know long live finger eleven. Well, in the meantime, and in between time, take it easy. Oh.